Yo, what's up, everyone? We got Mark from Misery Index and Scour here today. Uh, Mark and I have known each other for, I don't know, a few years now, maybe, because of you managing bands. Yeah, a while. I mean, at least at least five years, you know. Has it been that long? And I can't even. It's hard to. I mean, I've, I knew of you before then, um, you know, because you've been with Continental and stuff. And, yeah. You know, working know, on tours right? and stuff. Yeah, no, it's been fucking awesome. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome. You guys, if you're all here, you guys know who the fuck Misery Index is and Scour, of course. Dude, hell yes. How's everyone doing today? I'm actually restreaming this to my Facebook to see if we can get some people from Facebook over. All right. So you never know. <laughs> you never fucking know if that could happen. But anyway, um, so I guess, you know, in the past year, what have you been up to? I mean, I'm, I assume you've been working on new Misery Index. I mean, staying busy with that shit. <sighs> Home life. Man, where do we, where do you start? I, I mean, know, right? Uh, so, okay. It's been a ride, hasn't it? It's been a ride. Let's, let's, you know, like a year. So a year ago, um, I'll, you know, we were on tour. Yeah. With like, yeah, we were on tour with the, you know, Napalm Death and I Hate God and oh, Rotten right, Sound. And so we were, so check this out. Like we were on the road. Yeah. Uh, and that's when this shit started break, hitting the fan, started breaking loose. Yep. And it started, you know, in Italy. Okay, so we were on tour in Europe, and we're like, we're scooting oh, around, and and so all this stuff started breaking out while we were there. Oh and shit! No one, no I, one knew what what to think. You yeah, know? yeah, right. yeah. You know, so like I think we were in we were in uh, the Moulin Rouge in in Paris, and um, the the vibe was real tense. I think it was like March fifth. Yeah. Or something, oh shit! Something like so like and uh, we can have before. So we're all back. We're all backstage. And it's like we're not. No one's going out there except to be on stage. Like just stay away from people. We, wow. We, so it was like getting you know, locked down like that. They were being that strict. They weren't. The oh. city wasn't yet. You know what I mean? They wasn't oh. there. It wasn't there yet. Okay. Like, so we were we were on tour. We had like five shows left, and we're just like, hey, let's holy shit, let's get let's try to get through this. You know? Yeah. We got, plus we got merchandise to sell. We got almost a week left to tour. You know yeah. what I mean? So we're just trying to get through it and uh, stay away from people and try to like, it's just a goddamn crazy ass virus out there trying yeah, to kill people. Exactly. And so, exactly. It's so that the vibe was real, was real harsh, man. And uh, it was, it was hard. It's stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, we got through most of it, man. Um, we, it got, came up to our, uh, a Switzerland show. We were okay. supposed to do with like demolition hammer oh, wow. and, uh, and uh, the Swiss government, told us not to come we'll pay your guarantee don't come we'll reschedule whatever you got to do wait what please, please don't come down here really yeah yeah and it's wow. it's still on the on the table to be rescheduled yeah right okay um still yeah still. <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> and you know that was when it was really scary now we got shows canceling over this shit you know yeah. we only had like a couple shows left I flew home on uh, on March 9th, and I think like a day later, uh, like Trump put that travel ban in, mm -hmm. and it was for for people coming in. Yes. Um, 
So <laughs> I was <laughs> one of those people coming in. Yeah, uh, but I, did, I didn't have any. I had no issues or whatever. I just kind of walked through, which is you know <laughs> positive or negative. How you feel about that? Yeah. Uh, I just kind of walked into the country <laughs> with my passport, uh, having been in you know thirteen different countries. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I remember uh, I had God <clears throat> had more shows to do. Oh. Like they were going to go to Russia. They were going to go to Greece. And um, I remember us chatting with Jimmy Bauer on Messenger. And he's like, hey, man, should we come home? <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, Jimmy, get the fuck out of there. Wow. Like, seriously, go to the airport right go now. Home. Yes. You guys fly home right now. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is not, serious. <laughs> do not risk this any further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you don't uh, want to get stuck. Dude, or deal with bullshit, that's, and that's exactly what they did. Really? Yeah, they got stuck. Yeah, that's what they. No, they oh. didn't get stuck. Oh, okay. They went straight to the airport and fucking left. Oh, right okay. Conversation. okay. <laughs> Dude. So, I don't oh know. man, yeah, I had um, I remember when uh, dipshit went on t- television, you know, t- you know, made his announcement about closing the borders, and that's when I hit up Bryce Lucian. He was out on the road in Europe with Rings of Saturn. Um, and I, I texted him and I was like, yo, cause you know, time difference. And I, I was like, are you awake? Uh, this just got announced. You guys have to get home. Like, uh, you know, don't stay there, <laughs> you know? And he yeah. calls me right away. He was awake and he's like, what, what's happening? Oh fuck. Okay. I gotta go. And then he like rounded up everybody and was like, we have to go to the airport. We have to go home. And he told me he like bought a ticket to get home and it was like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like what he made on the tour. Or how some much shit, money? You know? Yeah. How much? Grotesque. But it's been uh yeah, dude. It's crazy, man. So I mean, how how's the break been for you? <laughs> I mean, it's been all right. I, and you had, we were bad, just talking right? about this. You had, you had origin and beneath the mascara. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking, we were talking about this before we started the stream guys. Yeah. Or- shit hit the fan in there. They were all everybody. Three days. Beneath new records out in century media. Oh man. Origin the comeback. It, you know, all yeah. the houses are packed. They're selling merchandise. And- yeah, dude, it was nuts. And then all of a sudden, uh, you gotta go home. Like I think, I think it, all, it literally only played like three shows. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, That's one of them was St. Louis out near yes. me, and uh, you know, I, I couldn't make it out there because it was like I can't, well, I can't remember why. Yeah, but it was I, well, I think coronavirus stuff. I think I was. It was know, starting. It was. Hanging, it was yeah. hanging back. I because like like I said, I just went through this traumatic experience trying to get home. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wasn't about to go anywhere, and yeah, I, uh, I heard the show was. That show is amazing, and it's just like they're killing it. Yeah, but and beneath the massacre, fucking awesome. I feel like gonna, yeah, put that up. I feel absolutely terrible for him. <laughs> it's like final because there was like you know I picked the band up probably like a year and a half before the record came out, and so I was stoked on that. And I was like, of course I'm going to be patient because they're like one of my favorite bands, and the ball really started getting moving, you know, they're recording the record and then century media signed them. And then it was just like, Oh shit. It's like starting to get going. And then we're like, okay, the record's going to come out around this. Okay. They're going to do origin tour. And, and and then it just all crumbled. (laughs) And like I was telling you before this, I, I was honestly more, more upset 
about that origin beneath the massacre tour getting canceled than my devastation on the nation. Because I literally felt so bad for beneath the massacre and even defeated sanity. They had to come over as well. That you know, a lot of a lot of shit, you know, with coming over from Europe, blah blah blah. You know, luckily devastation wasn't supposed to start until like a week after the travel ban, I believe it was. So the week after, you know, it got announced that there was a travel ban, that's when devastation was gonna start. So none of the bands were here yet. You know, the three out of five European bands weren't here yet. So that was a good thing because it would have really sucked if they came over. <laughs> oh man. And, you know, because that 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 happened with Diarda's murder. Diarda's murder's headline tour with Fifth for an Autopsy, A Virgin's Crown. Um, I forget who else off the top of my head, but they played one show. I believe it was Philadelphia. And then the tour got canceled, dude. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. But I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I can imagine just traveling very far, very far, very, very far, and having and then having your whole tour like collapse after one show. I just, uh, I can't imagine. I feel for that. I feel for it, man. It's nuts. We we got real lucky, man. I mean, we had one show cancellation out of there. I heard about like Testament, man. Like they went over there and like everybody got (laughs) whole tour canceled. Everybody got sick. Yeah, (laughs) I heard the same shit. I'm like, geez, man. Everyone got sick. Yeah, there was a lot. You know what's you know what's crazy? I was talking to Ken from Abigail Williams, and he brought. It's funny because we hung out like a few weeks ago because he was up here. He's like working with Velenath with their new record and shit. And nice. uh and Vance from Villanath lives in Dallas now. Uh, what a band. Yeah, honestly. And uh so I went over there and I uh, was hanging out with them. And uh Ken, you know, Ken brought it up, but I do uh remember back in like November, um before the pandemic, Ken was knew about all this shit going on over there. Is he like really follows the news overseas? He's like, I don't, he's like, you know, I follow some of the shit over here, but he's like, I really focus on like over there, Europe, Japan, China. Like I'm always like really, you know, looking into the stuff going on over there. And he's like, I had friends from Japan, China and everything telling me about this. And uh, so he's like, back in like November, I knew this was happening. And I remember him telling me back then, like, yo, there might be some shit happening, you know, like a pandemic again. In, yeah, in like, hey, spring, booking dude. agent friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I remember being like, I don't know, man. Yeah, sure. But he, he like called it. <laughs> it. It's crazy, man. That's, ama- like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah it, it's almost, it's so almost. Go to better. Ken for your news. Go to Ken. <laughs> Ken News. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what's yeah, happening. Yeah, I mean, it's almost better to watch that kind of stuff because it's, yeah. you know, it's not like, you know, over here where it's just like a big you know, red and blue, you know, yeah, exactly. subjective bullshit fiasco. Oh, that's just literally what it is here. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, I, it's like sometimes I, pun- I punish myself and I'm like in the car and I listen to a little bit of the red channel, listen to a little bit of the blue channel. And there's yeah. literally a red and blue. It's like, what world is this? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's the most we, bizarre we live in. thing. It's stupid, dude. I can't, I can't. Dude, and I don't know. I don't know if you want to get into this crap or whatever, but we I, I just got to say, I got to say one thing while people are, are watching, dude. And then like, has anyone but me noticed that in the past, like 10, 15 years uh-huh. that the reds and the, you got the reds and the blues uh-huh. and they have switched views. Oh yeah. 
it oh, used yeah. to be it used to be that loony leftist folks were talking <laughs> conspiracy theories there you know it was like 1984 was like 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 the punk bible yeah and like you know it was like harbinger of doom to come and you know it's like and then you had like the other like more conservative kind of side with like you know back in the 80s with like the coming down on metal like you, you know you remember like tipper gore and all that oh, shit man, yes you know what i mean oh yeah and now it's and now it's like it's the it's like they've like traded views right <laughs> they just Almost. completely switched it's not a, not a hundred percent the same no. way oh, but it's like though. the dynamic they've switched their dynamics and yeah they've just traded them yes so it's like it's like so I'm lo looking at this. I'm like, this is like disagreement for disagreement's sake. It's the and I heard like, I, I think I have a theory on how it happens. It's like, okay. There's like this. some confl conflation going on where like, you know, like, uh, it's like, let's do like a red station and they'll be like, Ooh, the Democrats, they try to pass this bill and it had <laughs> funds that were they're claiming it's supposed to be for protecting the environment, but that's not what it's doing. And we need to protect the environment. And like nine sound bites later, it's just, we need to protect the environment. And now all of a sudden, wait, like these people that were just all about business, who gives a shit about the environment are like, we need to protect the yeah, environment. Yeah, now they want it. And they're like spreading it on their like propaganda stations. And all of a sudden, everyone switched views. Yeah. And it's like, Dude. what a. It, what a, it is so fucking bizarre. It is bizarre as shit. Yeah. Divide and conquer tactics. All politicians. I, I don't know, man. That's yeah. all. I can't deal with it. <laughs> I know. I can't. I can't. And just, it, it sucks. It's like the social repercussions, man. Everyone's like, you know, emphasizing their differences instead of their similarities. And then yeah. you have like, and then you have every, all the negative shit that follows that, you know? Oh yeah, no, exactly. And it's just, it's divide and conquer since there have been kingdoms, you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yep. Anyway, I'll, I'll come off it. I just had to get it off. <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. It's, it's crazy <laughs> when you, you know, you really, like, you put it out there like that because it's like, that's literally what is happening. I know, happened. man. It's just so dude, bizarre. And dude, when you approach, it's like, I can't stand this cancel shit. When you approach other people, you have to approach from a place of empathy. And I, yeah. you know, I personally, I don't naturally do that. You yeah. Know? Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a recluse, you know, I'm kind of like to myself and you get me going, I'll talk your fucking head off. But like, <laughs> typically I'm like a shy person, you know, and like, ah, stay away from me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I have to make myself go out there, but I also have to make myself approach others, like with a sense of empathy, understanding that like, we're all under this, like, we're all subject to this, these divide and conquer tactics. You know yeah. what I mean? No, we it's are. Like where you're, you're, you're taught, you're, 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 um, you have a tendency to sense danger and mm -hmm. difference and like you know, because you don't want to be like just oh everything is perfect and so lovely and not see the guy coming up behind you getting ready to shoot your head off you know <laughs> yeah. so there's like this there's this like uh danger sense with difference mm -hmm. you know there is, which is dude. very natural but yeah, uh all this all this like propaganda shit's like emphasizing that mm -hmm. so it's like it's building anxiety and a sense of fear and a sense of like edginess and be on edge about like any kind of difference all the time and it's oh, like man. so uh, so unhealthy you know it um, is it never used to be this way i mean kind of but it will we go through i think we go through like periods, waves you know, yeah waves yeah. waves of it you know and i feel like i feel like whoever you know then this is getting too conspiratorial realm whoever's in power saw that things are kind of a little too copacetic mm-hmm you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Started amping this up in both directions. Yeah. 
And then you see like, you must disagree. Yeah, you must. Even, even though you agreed with this shit like 10 years ago. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, uh, it's anyway. so fucking ridiculous. I'll come off it. I'll come off it. <laughs> I'm in a band called right. Misery Index that we think about. Obviously, you're thinking about this type of shit. I know. So No, uh, it's all good. <laughs> anyway, I had to get off my chest, peeps. <laughs> needed to anyway, say it. So needed to, needed to say it. <laughs> needed to come off it. Anyway, you asked what we've been doing for like, you know, the past year or whatever. Yeah. What do you guys So do? let's get back to uh, something that doesn't get me so hyped. <laughs> but, so we've been uh, writing the new MI. Nice. Um, we we inked a deal with Century Media. Yes. Um, back in I don't know when it was. What was that like? Maybe it announced it in like a year ago or something. Was it that long ago? I think so. Maybe less. I feel like it was less. So, anyway, it was probably less. Yeah. Maybe in June. I don't know. Yeah, but you guys are now on Century Media. I have no sense of time anymore. I'm no, I don't either. House. <laughs> I don't. That's why I have to set reminders because someday I wake up. I'm like, what's today? What do I have to do today? Is it then, a, then a reminder goes off. Oh, you got this to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do that phone call. Or I got I got one of these podcast things to do. Like, yeah, dude. That's what day of the ground, week it is. Groundhog day. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Don't know. Especially if you're a creative person. You're like, you're doing all this other stuff, jogging things along, you get lost. You get lost. But um, anyway, uh, so we've been working on the new record. Uh, it's coming along. Misery Index stuff coming along. I'm actually um, I'm going to go out there in a couple months and do some more pre-production work. Yeah, on, on what we got on the table, and uh, you know, it's going to be what you want. Going to be ripping. Going to be ripping. You know? <laughs> has it has it felt nice to write again? Like, are you guys like always? Have you in between all your guys' records? Are you always kind of writing? Always writing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I got I have like probably like an hour and a half of music just sitting there, just so I just kind of go back and flesh out ideas. And, yeah. Figure out what it sounds like and where maybe change yeah change shit what, around change shit around and figure out what shoot it's supposed to go down you know? yeah so you do all the pre pro like mostly at your place as far as your um or I'll do I'll do some I'll do some at my my place and then I, there's a studio I go to oh, okay. and then I also shoot stuff to Adam yeah and he's got his own like he's an e kid at home and like his own kind of studio home studio setup and and then yeah. he's got a studio down the street uh developing nations okay. kevin bernston yeah you know yeah he's who's you did full of hell he's yeah. an amazing dude um so and, he'll go uh, down there so we got yeah we got some resources like that and that's cool um jason is living in helsinki so he where's has that? a studio where's that in, in finland wow he gave up <laughs> yeah. he gave up he's, no, the, uh, you know a bit of the uh the, the political scientist of the band and yeah he, he couldn't take it anymore man i, I get it i feel for him <laughs> and, and he loves finland and he uh got married um, oh did he oh cool to congrats to him. A, lovely, a lovely uh finnish woman named heidi who also nice. does photography and stuff and yeah yeah jay i don't know how i did not Sorry, know so, where that wait. was but yeah anyway haiti <laughs> yeah it's pronounced haiti Oh, Haiti. Uh -huh. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I got to correct that. If he's watching right now, he'd be like, hey, you know, I'll be hearing about it. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, so we've been working on pre-production for that record. And um, in the midst of all that, um, we did we did a, a streaming show with Scour in January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. January. You guys did do one. 
So to like the last, like we, we decided to do it in like in November. And originally I think they wanted to do it in December, like right before the holidays. Okay. But we just, it was like, we didn't decide to do it until mid November. Wow. And we're just like, pushed. Yeah. we, we kind of had yeah. to go back and be like, I don't think we can be ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got to push this one back. <laughs> yeah. But shit, shit's kind of hard. Yeah. It's a little bit hard to play, you know? Yeah. No, it's, but, yeah, it's a bit different it's that, from misery. <laughs> it's just that, uh, you know, it's not that it's like, oh, it's definitely not overly complicated. Uh, you know, each riff has like one, one, two, three chords in it. And then like, you know, the melody on top, yeah. it's just like really well done, really well put together. And it's just blazing fast and trend, it is. trend picking guitar for like an hour. Literally. You know? I was Literally. listening to the scour, the black EP the other day. I gave yeah. it a spin a couple of times. I'm like, God damn. It's brute. Yeah. It kind of, does, it doesn't even like sound like Phil either. It's him. I know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like he does some he does some different shit with Scour. I mean, that dude, he'll surprise you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he'll surprise you, man. Um, he's crazy. got an excellent singing voice and like he kind of switches modes and yeah. He knows um, what fits what band he's in. And I will tell you, man, that that was live streaming is no joke. You see any band doing that live streaming show shit? Holy shit. It's like the worst parts of recording and performance combined. <laughs> It's, it's like, a weird thing. I feel like everyone thought it was going to be like a big, like it was going to become a big thing where bands are going to like live stream like a lot. And I'm like, this ain't going to last that long. I'm like, you can do it every like once in a while, but like it's, it's never going to be like how it is at a live show. Yeah. You can't do it all the time. It's like a special no. thing you do once or twice. Yeah. And like you could, I mean, it could really, it could really happen, you know, even in between tours, you could do a live stream thing, but it's so hard, especially with bands that live like so far from each other, like band members, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like a pain in the ass to get like everyone together, unless you do like a fucking quarantine type of video that everyone, every member does on their iPhone and then someone edit, edit, edit it together, which just to me looks kind of cheesy, but you know, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's just not the same, you know, it's yeah, kind of cool, I mean but it's like, eh. It's okay. Whatever. I mean, everyone, everyone's doing what they need, what what they can do. Yeah, know? yeah. So it's it is what it is. But I will just say, dude, that that live stream show, I mean, that, like that is hard to do. Like that yeah, is, yeah, man. You're talking about a lot of going live, having five dudes, four to five dudes, been in the band. Yeah. Like just get the perfect take. Yeah. For every for every song in a row. In a row. <laughs> you it's know. Been how long did that like take you guys to get done? Uh, I don't know. Oh man. I mean, I mean, we were like an entire day. We were down there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and there were dress rehearsals where we kind of like went through everything, you know, there were, there were, we did rehearsals and where we recorded everything. And then we're sitting on the back porch with a clipboard, <laughs> you know, with everyone. Yeah. You know, PA included. And then we're sitting there like, ah, Two minutes and thirty seconds that fill or whatever. I'm like, all right, I'll write that down. Oh, and so we're my God. We're doing that for uh, you know, a couple of days, just like, okay, here's the list of stuff we shouldn't be doing tomorrow. And then, you know, you do it more and the and the list gets shorter and then you know you're ready. Yeah. You know. And you have to be ready because the production crew's ready to go on the day, you're ready to do it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like 
you have to get it it's, done that day. It was just so it was just like one day of filming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where'd you guys do it? At his place. Oh. He's got a he's got the Nadvaratu's lair down there, the the studio. Yeah, yeah. We just, we just did it in there. Just did it there. Okay. It was easiest that way because the it's a studio, you know, so yeah. like the you all got, the stuff, all the, all the equipment already in there. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, it was just more comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. there was a safety issue. Like we didn't really want to go at that time mm-hmm. in January. We really didn't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Exactly. Especially in January. Yeah. Because it was like still even in January, I was like, you know, people were like talking about tours this year. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel good. I don't know. And then like come, I don't know, end of February, I started to feel better about things. Now I'm feeling more confident. But yeah, I get it. Like back in January, I I probably would have been like, oh man, <laughs> I don't dude, it was, it was <laughs> it was it was frightening because like, we went yeah. down there. Like in the day yeah. we arrived, like mm-hmm. we had uh we got a call that night that the light guy, the guy that was going to run the lights, uh-huh. he said, oh, I just got a positive test. I was just there earlier today, and so it was like, oh shit, and so oh from there everyone got tested. <laughs> Right. And then it's like, you know, it's, it's on you to kind of like, Hey crew, Mm -hmm. this happened, you know, whether you, and here's the thing, like no one really interacted with the guy. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, He was just doing one one person did, but it was like, it was a conversation that was over six feet away. Like he was just in the room setting lights, you know? Gotcha. Um, And so it was like people went in the room and masks on and disinfected the whole place and, you know, that kind of stuff. But it was like, that's frightening, man, because you go down there, you know, and you know, you're ready to do this stuff. Yeah. And like, then, and then like all of a sudden happens. it's like, cause you got to let the crew know you can't say, you can't not let them know, you know, like, Hey, it's your choice now. Yeah. If you want to come back and finish this, otherwise yeah. we're going to reschedule. We're going to reschedule. And, and luckily everyone, you know, it felt like it felt comfortable and there wasn't that much interaction with this person. So they, they said, just... okay, okay, we'll, you know, we'll come back and we'll, we'll get it done. And we did. Yeah. And every, every, no one else got sick. Everybody was healthy. And oh, I okay, guess that's good. Yeah. That dude quarantined for a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. But that's, that's some real shit. Dude. That's, yeah. It's some real shit. Like we never had to worry about this shit before, you know, you know, you, it's, it's like, seriously. you don't, people would think it's like, I don't know. You don't really have a good sense of it until it starts touching your life. Yes. You, you actually have like friends get it. Yes. As you know? soon as that happens, then it's like, wow, this is like real, real. Like, oh, maybe this we is... shouldn't cram 300 people in a room. Yeah. Like, oh, that's probably <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, wait, maybe we wait a little while that vaccine. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Let's get that thing out and, uh, you know what I mean, yeah, get people to get it and have it kick in. Yeah. I mean, I I mean even though, you know, it's just like for symptoms or whatever, it's, it's still, yeah. it's, those symptoms can kill you. you yeah. Know? You don't fucking know. I mean, it's, you know, telling people that people are like weird about the virus and think it's not as serious. It's like, well, I mean, if you know, it's different for everybody, you know, people that have like weak immune systems, like it's really going to fuck them up. Mm-hmm. And people that have stronger immune yeah. systems, probably not so much, you know, they'll get through it and it'll be fine, but you just don't even know, you know, I heard about people dying from it because, uh, and had like strong immune systems. So it's kind of like, well, who the hell can really battle it? It's kind of like very hit or miss, you know? Yeah, I mean, so and you I, can't risk it. Believe me, people that don't want to wear masks and shit, and like mm-hmm. d- don't want to take it as seriously as maybe they should. Like, yeah. 
I empathize with that. I mean, what the hell do you do with a mild pandemic? I know. What do you do, what do, you do with that? I know. That information. It, I mean, oh, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's hard to decide. I mean, it's hard for policies. It's hard to decide what to do. Yeah. You We're going to run into that shit, you know, with touring starting back up. I mean, there's going to be restrictions in certain places for sure for a little bit. Sure. Know, until like this calms down even more, you know, and more people get vaccinated, excuse me, yeah. and whatnot, you know, it's just how it's going to be. And people ask me like, even, ba- you know, bands are like, you know, what do you think it's going to be? Uh, you know, if we do these shows in like October, November, and I'm like, well, right now, you know, like, you know, New York city, we're not sure. Like it, there might be some capacity restriction, but you know, down South, they kind of don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I live in Texas. I know these things, but there are, yeah. you know, some places that are like, you know, like I always refer to Anthony from Come and Take It Live in Austin. Like he's a very responsible guy. I've known him for like 11 years and been selling him tours for 11 fucking years. And he has one of the nicest venues, I think. And, uh, you know, with oh, yeah, that real, place is killer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. even before pandemic, you know, he kept that place fucking spotless. And, uh, um, you know, with reopening and whatnot, he like we, he went the extra mile of like putting like plexiglass around the entire bar. Right. And then putting plexiglass at the ticket booth and like kind of, you know, making sure his employees wear masks and all his employees fucking rule. They're all like great fucking people and uh, very responsible and good at their jobs. So he's doing it the right way. And uh, and, and it, you know, I don't know what his rules are right now, but when he reopened, it was, you know, seated. Uh, if you're seated, you can have your mask off. Obviously, you know, you go to a restaurant, you can have your fucking mask off. And, uh, but if you get up at all for any reason at all, you have to have your mask on. You know? Yeah. So, and, and obviously, uh, um, you know, his capacity was like, you know, cut in half. Yeah. You know, going from like 800 to like 400. I mean, I feel like that's a reasonable way of doing things, you know, until we, uh, you know, get the vaccine out, get a little more yeah. herd immune going on. It's just, you know, getting a little fucky, you know, over in like, you know, Kathy here, she lives in Berlin and, and, and Germany's just fucked right now. They're behind on getting people, you know, the vaccine and all this stuff. Yeah. I heard September for the first shot or something like that. Yeah. That's wild. I got my first shot last Friday. Yeah. Last Friday, man, a week before that. I don't remember. (laughs) And it's like those, (laughs) I don't remember. And Brazil is in terrible shape. And yeah, you were saying that on our call, like Brazil, right? South America. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, I mean, still, or dude, you don't really know like, much yet. Or as a reason, I mean, I've said this before. You feel sometimes you feel like you're living in the future. Yeah, some, some, some of the stuff's like all right now. You know, yeah, in a yeah. society. You know, and then something happens, and you're like, oh shit! People just broke into the damn Capitol building. Uh, <laughs> and then. And then like when uh, this world kind of situation arises and it's like, it's something, a vaccine, it's like everybody needs it. Everybody needs that. Yeah. And then, and it's like some people have to be first, right? So mm-hmm. who's, who's first? Yeah. Who's first? Yeah, exactly. U.S. and Britain, yeah. right? Yeah. U.S. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah. Is anyone surprised? I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> like you do have to hand, I mean, you do have to handle a territory, but. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, it's fucking I, I'm wild. not for better or for worse. You see, you see like the old colonial lines start being 
re- reified, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. You can, it's traceable and stuff. So it's like, it just, just a nice little reminder to everybody. All that stuff's still there. It is you know, definitely still there. I don't, I don't care how many straw men you set up and knock down. It didn't solve that one. Mm-mm. No, you know what I mean? No, <laughs> I got, I got almost no point to make with that. Just an observation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, I don't have any like go do this and this will solve it. No, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no advice for you. <laughs> so let's go back a little bit in time. How did you um, how did you end up joining Misery Index? Because the band was around for a little bit before you joined. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did Overthrow and the Retaliate album. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand three, and um, like uh, basically th- they went on tour with Dying Fetus and Divine Empire. Okay. And- nice. So who the hell else was on that thing? But anyway, well, Misery Index, obviously. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and that came, that went to the Creepy Crawl in St. Louis. Oh, man. I re- yeah, I remember Creepy that name. Crawl. Never been there, but I remember it. Yeah, on, on Tucker, I think. Yeah. And, um, and so, like, I went to see that tour. Mm-hmm. I saw it with, with a friend of mine, and we went, we went to, to that, that one, and then we went to, and we followed to Kansas City to the El Torreon. Nice. You know, that's yeah. the piece. Yeah. And, um, fucking killer tour killer show and um i think it was that tour that uh adam's band all will fall opened up on oh i remember that man and then uh both all both jason fall, yeah yeah it's been a while since i heard that name well it was like in st louis uh back in the day <laughs> yeah it was like my band cast a stone and his band all will fall and we we kind of like revered each other you know it's yeah been, being yeah. just the, the other killer band in town, you know. I mean, yeah. there were, it's not like we're the only ones, but it was that was a dynamic we that had. That was it, yeah. And um, so, so what happened is uh, Jason took note of Adam, and Kevin Talley also took note of Adam. Oh, and so, and so okay. Kevin was Kevin had some other things going on, and was you know obviously you saw what happened. Like he he was I think he did some Black Dahlia murder stuff, some Chimera stuff for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, just a just Bounce a bunch of, a bunch of killer shit. Um, and um, and so like he had contacted Adam about okay. uh, about taking a spot. He like noticed him. Yeah. And uh, Adam, you know, long story short, Adam sent some tapes, joined the band, right? Mm-hmm. Did some stuff, played Vakken in two thousand four or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then the That's OG right. guitar player Mike Harrison, who's mm-hmm. fucking killer. Yeah. Excellent songwriter, killer guitar player. He, I think he got a job at, uh, at Apple at the time. Okay. And, um, so he's like made a, made the career move, you know, which is fine. And, yeah. uh, they were like, you know, 10 years older than us oh, at that time. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, around, yeah, so like around for a minute. Shit. Well, I don't know how old I was exactly, but like something like 22 or 23, something like that. At yeah. The time. So they're like 32, 33, you know? So yeah. it was like, he was. You know, maybe not trying to, you know, punch it out on the road or whatever. So, like, he left and then Adam uh, sent an email to my Cast of Stone band account. And uh, and my bandmates deleted the email. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They yeah. went, they did that. They did that. They did that. Wow, guys. And it's something something that we wow, hashed guys. out. <laughs> On that on that scour stream, uh, you know, me and oh me really, and Derek, me and Derek brought it up. During oh the no shit! Part. So yeah, we talked, we, yeah. we talked about it. You know, we talked about it. Anyways, <laughs> That's and so uh, funny. anyway, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got over that. 
so Adam was coming home <laughs> to to play a show in December with All Will Fall. He was like coming home. Yeah. Hold on, my doggy is trying to get in here. Also, oh, Rosie. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot you'd have a dog named Rosie. Yeah, hold on. I gotta shut this door. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, she's awesome. I took her for a walk so she would right be appeased. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. With, <laughs> that's what I do with my Rosie. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, he came home to play a show in December. Okay. And and I was I knew that they were gonna do the show. And I was like planning on going. Yeah. And I was like I was like bartending at like some country club or something. And um and so like and I totally forgot about it. I came home. Uh huh. I was like, I was like in, you know, dressed up, you know. Yeah. Bartending in a fucking country club, so you're dressed <laughs> up, and uh, <laughs> and I'm flipping through the Riverfront Times, which mm-hmm. is like the city rag, and then like I get to the final page, like looking for shows coming up to go to, and yeah. I see, oh shit, that show's tonight. So it was like four or five o'clock or something. They were going to go on first, so I rip all that shit off and <laughs> sped down there and like. I like I caught the very last song, which I think was a song of theirs called Brickshard Foundry. Yeah, it was like I think I recognized the breakdown at the end. Okay. Yeah, um, I think it was that. Anyway, and uh, Adam comes up to me after the show, sees me out in the crowd, and comes up. It's like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, pretty good, man. Good set, whatever. Yeah. He's like, so did you get my email? Oh man. And I was like, what, what email? email? He's like, you didn't get my email. And I was like, no. He's like, dude, I said he emailed it. See if you want to join Misery Index. And I was like, what? I, I'm your dude. I'm your dude. Sign me up. Yeah, I'm, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Know? I'm in. It's <laughs> like, well, it's like, it's not that simple. You're going to have to send an audition tape. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, all right. All right. Yeah. No it's like, yeah, approve, get the Sparky approval. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sparky Voiles was in Fetus, was in Misery Index at the time. That's so. right. Yeah. And, uh, and so I did that. And, uh, I, 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 pra- I like practiced in secret, Uh-oh. you know, because yeah. I was living with my, my dudes. And I, if, from that moment, I found like I realized like I realized they deleted mm. it. And, and so like so I was like going to like my friend's house and practicing the songs in secret. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, I shot the audition vid at my parents house and I sent it to him. Mm-hmm. Sparky's like sends me tells Adam to tell me it's like, ah, you really need to be down picking all that shit. Oh. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, there, I, I was like, all right, all right, all right. All right and yeah, so I was I like, do I'll do you. It's like, and I said, Adam, I'm going to do him better than that. Here's what we're going to do. I was like, you tell me what the live set is. I'm going to learn the rest of the live set by ear because they had sent tabs. I'm going to downpick everything. And then when you're at home, we're going we're gonna to play all these songs together and film it. Wow. So I did all that. And like Dude, my homie, Mike Smith, yeah. who's i'm forever grateful let me use this computer to edit all this together and put on a dvd wow his goddamn computer was fucking up oh, and like man. i could only get one song on a on a dvd you know this is back in the day so i was like i was like scanning dvds like burning them yeah yeah oh, yeah ones. Yep. so i sent a package because i couldn't get it all on one thing i sent a package with like five fucking dvds <laughs> <laughs> and like i sent it to him yeah. they didn't even and I told them what I was doing. They didn't even watch it. They had me come out and jam with them. Are you serious? They didn't, they didn't even watch, watch it, dude. It, dude. Yeah, they're like, they're like, he did what? And Adam's like, yeah, he, yeah, he did this. He's like, all right, because it's like, haven't come out. I jammed with them. Everything was good. Yeah, there, and just, that's it. A year later, we we you know we wrote and released Discordia in mm-hmm. 2006, then Traders in 2008, Air Speed in 2010. 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So on wow. and so forth. That's Those crazy. The, the relapse records years. Yeah. Yeah. That's all relapse, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, that was a weird situation because they were on, um, they were on nuclear blast at the time. Misery and I guess that's, yeah, for retaliate. Oh, dude. Wow. I, and I, I guess I can start listening to some old misery index today. Yeah, I guess they weren't. Eight was okay. I just joined the band. I had nothing to do with this, but I guess they yeah. didn't think like the, the it was promoted right or something. So they asked to be released and to uh-huh. go over to relapse because they felt it was more fitting. And I'm just yeah. I, I had just joined the band and I was like, oh dear God, oh God, there's drama. <laughs> I just I just joined Label this drama. band and now, and now I just I just went all this effort to join a sign band on tour and all of a sudden we're an unsigned band. I'm like great. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus know? Christ. <laughs> But it was uh, fine though. Yeah, it worked. It, it worked, worked out. out. Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then uh, I think when we did traders, it kind of things started kind of taking off and from there, right? And, yeah, we hit. Yeah. And then yeah, because I think I'm trying to remember which I think it was. Pretty sure it was traders when I discovered Misery Index because that was two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's when that's when it came out. Yes, I think that's when I. F- yeah. I'm pretty positive that's the record I found Misery Index on. Yeah. That's rad. That's I wrote I wrote the song Traders while taking a leak while we were playing a show at Black Dahlia Murder. <laughs> what? In Virginia. <laughs> In Virginia. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking it just, awesome. It, it just kind of happens sometimes. They're just like, you know, taking a leak and Yeah, you're like, like all the all the riffs just kind of popped in my head. I was yeah. like, all right. Give me the guitar. <laughs> I got to go record. Yeah, hit get record. The laptop out. Yep, yep. Did you guys like when you like first joined the band? Did you guys like face any like struggles that you remember? Fuck yeah! Was there a sh- yeah. yeah? Well, I mean, we were like we were at that starting point. I mean, you know about it. Uh, we were making like you know a couple hundred bucks, two hundred fifty bucks or something on that opening slot on the tour. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or like headlining for that much at like you know just starting off like that. Yeah. <clears throat> that was like you know. The band had just launched. I mean, it was like 2005. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, then things like really started taking off. Like started, you saw like, did you see like a uh, growth when Traders came out? Absolutely. Yeah. That's when yeah. you kind of started to see it. Yeah. Well, but we toured our fucking face off. Yeah. So we were doing, we were doing like an upwards of 280 shows a year. Oh my fucking God. You could, yeah. you know, it's crazy, man. That's how it was then now. Like so yeah. many bands, like. There were so many places, especially in the States, there were so many places to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Tons you, of places. Yeah. It's and nutty. if you couldn't find, if you didn't get in one of those places, you went to the DIY spots. Yeah. You went to the fucking VFWs. Yeah. And uh, just the hole in the wall shit. That's what you did. Yeah. And, and props, the- props to those dudes. For sure. I and mean, girls, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, putting, putting on those shows. Yeah. Man. I mean, dude, straight like, up. There was so thank many. Thank you. Thank yes, you very much. Thank you for doing that. You know, <laughs> thank you for like Erotic. risking your own ass, you know, for having a grindcore show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At a VFW. At a, yeah. You know, exactly. But a bunch of people in there potentially destroying the place. And, yeah. <laughs> Put holes in the walls. Yeah, man. Normal. So, yeah, we were doing like 280 shows a year. And, you know, That's and uh, Literally. let's see. We uh, First tour I was on was. Uh, was suffocation and behemoth wow in february 2005 Jesus. and so we were we were on that tour and you know we weren't getting paid a lot and uh yeah i just remember like uh we were in the van 
you know, mm-hmm. blue, the old blue van, which we like <laughs> piled all our gear and ourselves into. Oh yeah. No, no trailer. Van. Right. And like, it just as an excuse to not be homeless for the night <laughs> and pay for a hotel. We're like, you know, we just played BB Kings. They were just like, you know, oh, okay. we'll just, we'll just head up to the border now, you oh. know, avoid that, avoid that traffic. Yeah. Know, oh, the cross in the Canada. So it was just basically an excuse not to, we didn't have a place to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I we're mean, just like, well, I guess we'll just do this drive. We'll just drive it. Yeah. Might as well. And we knew, and we knew Eric Galley up there, Galley mm-hmm. Records. Galley Records. You know, and like we went up there and uh, we were supposed to stay at his place, but he wasn't, he wasn't getting up until 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. or whatever. That's who was going to wake up. Yeah. It's February, in Montreal. Cold as fuck. So we, <laughs> we cross the border, no problems, you know, and, uh, and we get to like right outside Galley's apartment. Uh huh. And, uh, tired of shit you know and i'm like i remember like laying on the on the floor of the van kind of, <laughs> kind of looking this way yeah yeah towards this crack in the door and i can see down to the ground and it's just snow and asphalt <laughs> and dirt and this like zero degree wind just blows through and stabs me in the eye <laughs> you know like, i love how you remember this and at that point you really start questioning what the fuck it is you're doing. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? What the fuck am I doing? My eyeballs going to fucking freeze out of my skull here. <laughs> Wait a six of them. It was like five, you know, we're waiting out there for a couple hours. Like, it was like up. four. Waiting out there for a couple hours, you know. Yeah, yeah. In the van trying to bundle up and wait to get in there. But yeah, that's the type of shit that you do. Yeah, me. I mean, dude, a lot. <laughs> I mean, that was the fucking struggle. I mean, still bands, you know, starting off deal with that shit, but like, Dude, mm-hmm. man, back then, back in you know the mid, you know, to early two thousands, mid two thousands, you know, even later in the two, you know, my, I mean, really around like MySpace era, <laughs> like yeah. while my, you know, and before obviously, but it was like you could bands were touring a lot, you know, like doing two hundred plus shows a year, easy. Oh yeah, without yeah. even you didn't even really have to go to Europe. <laughs> No, you could really just do that in North America, and it's not, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, we, we were, we were touring like fucking crazy. Here's some classic tours, too, man. Like, oh uh, steer, the old Steers and Beers tour was like Cavalry Cap, Second Story name. Window, Animosity, and Job for a Cowboy Nuts. on the Doom EP. On the Doom EP. <laughs> on the Doom EP, which was, yeah, that's, that was off the chain. Yeah. And, uh, we went to Prime Tour 2007. We went to, we were like, at two weeks' notice, Devin Townsend Band dropped off a Fear Factory tour. Oh, no. When, sure. Fear, when Fear Factory, I mean, not to say anything bad about Fear Factory, but at that I time, that yeah. was, it was pretty big. Like, that was like prime. As, yeah. Big as in, you know, 1,500 cap rooms, no problem every day type. Yeah. Type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Packing those out. And, uh, and like, so we got that. And Devin Townsend Band dropped at two weeks' notice, and uh, we got it. Wow. So we had to buy plane tickets and get merchandise in two weeks. Yeah. Handle. It was it was a and get a van and we get and it was a seven week tour. Holy shit, just in North America. <laughs> so the states in Canada? In no, in Europe. Oh, Europe. It was seven weeks. In Europe. Yeah. At two weeks notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two weeks notice. <laughs> was that so, the first Euro tour you did with them, Misery and Ducks? No, you no, we, we went on, we went, we went there in, uh, I think 2005. I went there in 2005, later in the year, we okay. toured with a band called Eyeless and 
four question marks. It's like an underground. Yeah. Okay. Was that your first time in Europe? I wasn't, I mean, personally, it wasn't my first time ever in Europe, but it was like touring in a band. Touring in a band. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool, you know? We know some cool stuff over there, man. Like we, we kind of like we've taken some side roads mm-hmm. and done the DIY anarcho spaces. We did a whole tour of that. Yeah, and that was really cool. That's I, you know, highly suggest you know bands who are of that ilk and thinking mm-hmm. to uh, to do that and not just like you know uh, rely on you know promoters and guarantees and stuff all the time and just and go. And yeah. go have that experience. Yeah, have for, that experience. You know, it's a different one. Yeah, a different one. Yeah, you know, but you know, go play in the states too, man. Go play the house shows and yeah, stuff like that. The more get underground in, shit. Get in on that circuit too, and you know, there's like those those are those are cool spots too. You know, no, they really are, man. It's so how it's, going back to the Fear Factory thing. How did that did that all go? It's, obviously, it went down, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When it went down for sure. How was yeah, that? We made, we made friends with those dudes. It was, it was like, you know, and every night at the, at the Enormo dome. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And us trying to like figure out how to be on stage is that big. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, we, and it was like 1500 mm-hmm, plus rooms. Yeah. Wow. 1500 plus rooms every day. And it just huge, you know, straight up airplane hanger, you know, straight up and airplane hanger. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, playing in those places, it was, it was it's cool. Wild. Yeah. That's, a, that's cool. an experience for sure. Yeah. And, uh, it was Ray Herrera, Burton, and, uh, Byron Stroud and yeah, know, it was and, Wol- and Wolvers. Damn dude. I, they I were, never got to see Fear Factory. They were killer. Dude. Yeah. They're supposed to come out with this new record. It keeps getting teased and all this shit. And it's like, is it? Is it I heard I heard a little I heard a little chunk of that uh to that single. I think this thing's gonna be cool, man. Really? Yeah. I don't doubt it. I don't see them I mean I don't see them coming like coming back or coming out with new material and it's gonna suck. I don't know. Yeah. The band always like released some cool shit. I know, man. I can't stand all the drama BS that comes along with it. There's a lot. I'm over it. I'm over all that. I yeah. have to like separate. I have to separate the music from all that. Yeah. I, just, I really do love that music, you know? Yeah, me too. I was a huge Fear Factory fan, dude. Yeah. Love that fucking band. Yeah. Still am. Dude, yeah. No, I still go back and listen to Fear Factory because I'm like, this shit is still fucking cool, man. Like, like no one does it like Fear Factory. Like, there, there's no one like Fear Factory, man. Dude, yeah. Let's just, let's just pause right here for yeah. a second. Okay, so all you know, all these like bands that sound mechanical. Oh yeah, with, with a tr- double bass, and, and it's all like in sync together. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you're. I'm saying. sorry, guys. You're getting that from Fear Factory. It's all Fear Factory, I mean, dude. I mean, it, they're the ones that do it you, the best. You could argue that you know other bands did it before them. For sure. No one, no one did it. No one did it as much as them and as well as them. Yeah, man. You know, it was just you. Know. <laughs> You know, just like it's doing, insane, doing picking paddles like that with double bass, dude. I know. Come on, and they, Come on. they did There's that bands, style so this good. This is how dude. influential they are. There's bands now that are influenced by them that don't even fucking know. Oh, for sure, dude. They've, they've heard the bands that came after and yeah, after them by that. Yes, and that's like, cool. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know, it's like I see it, man. I'm just like, they were the ones. They're the OGs. They, they you know, <laughs> love them or hate them, drama or not. 
that, that shit defined metal as we know it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? I agree. Just, it just did. So anything with like that futuristic, slick kind of thing going on, that's, mm-hmm. that, it's coming from them. Dude, 100%. It is. It is all coming so, from fucking Fear Factory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and arguably, it's like, well, I mean, Terminator 2, the band. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, but it's sick, bro. I mean, I, I know. love it. I fucking love it. What's uh, we had a good question from Dead Ringer. His uh, Twitch name is. What's one of your favorite shows that you've played? <laughs> favorite shows I've ever played. I guess like what was like the one show or even festival that you played where you it felt like on top, like just like there's, wow, dude, this there's, is. There's been so many. Like the, man. Yeah, you guys, you have played a lot. We've had we've I had mean, tons tons of high points. We're probably gonna have more. It is just, there's been so many amazing ones. Uh, um, I will outline one. So we played one of one of the earlier iterations of Hellfest. Oh, okay. So it was two stages uh-huh. in a big fucking mud pit. <laughs> just a big mud, mud pit. Big mud pit. <laughs> Another mud and like yeah. Like, it's something like 40,000 people wow. in a stage way over there yep. on the stage here. And like, it was like corn was playing, lamb of God was playing and shit. And, uh, and so we're getting ready to go on. I think it's like five or six o'clock or some shit. And uh, lamb of God, I think there was a corn or lamb of God. I can't remember which, which one was supposed to go on the other stage before okay. us. Right. Wow. They're playing on. Oh, that, and it was just yeah. basically two equal sized stages just across the field from each other. One Little. pointed this way, and the other one pointed that way. You know, wow. okay. So it sounded in your fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, the generator for that stage caught on fire. Dude, what? Yeah, and so the French fire department's coming up, and they're trying to put this thing out. And, yeah, you know, Holy and like shit, the organizers, dude. the organizers are like, "Well, our stage is good, so." You know, <laughs> Go on. Be, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? You sure? <laughs> so so there was like there was some silence on that stage. We're trying to put shit out, and yeah. um, I, I don't know if the, I don't think they had us go on early. We just kind of went on when we went on. Yeah, your time right? might have gone on early. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, okay. Dude, we hit. So what happened was it's like the whole of the fest. Uh-huh. The, we were now the only thing going on, you know. So oh. they all like they were watching, watching like Lamb of God or Corn. I can't remember which one. They all like turn around. See your stage, right? Yeah. Our stage. So you like saw them like moving over? Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit. We're about to to play like 40,000 people right now. Yeah. This is about to happen. No distractions, you know? Yeah. So we got up there, man, and we fucking killed it, man. There's a there's a pit in the front, there's a pit in the back, there's pit over here, pit yeah, over there. Pit there, there, there. Ah, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it was like Holy what you shit. imagined. It's like what you imagined when you're like looking back at like, you know, uh, you know, that monsters of rock shit, you know, and you're like, I want to do that. It's like it was kind of like that. I was like, Holy yeah. shit, this is it. This is it. Yes. And uh, and I remember like it was at the very end of the set, and I threw the fist up in the air. Uh-huh the horns up and I, it was just like this is it, it was i could see it was like several football fields away oh just the first guy to throw his fist up was like at the very back <laughs> and it was just i just see this like just, hand come up, just a mile away <laughs> and then they kind of like and the, all the hands start coming up, rolling all the way to the front of the stage. Oh my! And God. I was like, "Yeah!" And I turned around and had a fucking panic attack. 
Did you really? But just like walking up and I could, it's like, I couldn't help it. It wasn't like a, a it wasn't like a conscious thing. It's like, I walked up stage with my guitar and I, and I couldn't breathe. Wow. I was like, <laughs> to get, I had to stand there for a second, holding on and like yeah, the yeah. oxygen in myself, you know? And it was just like, you know, it, it's weird. Like with a, what I know, an experience like that will physically do to you all that energy coming oh at you. God, you know, it's real madness. It's so many real fucking shit, people. You know? Was that your like first experience? Yeah. With so that was playing in front of a lot of people, like a shit ton of people. Like I mean, that? that was the biggest shit ton thus far. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, at that time, you know, and it was, and you know, we've played some pretty, pretty, we played some pretty big fast since. And, um, but yeah, that was, that was sick. That was like, that's a very memorable moment, you know? Dude. Yeah. That's insane. I can't even imagine the feeling. That's one of those times where you're like, oh, yeah. It's just like, okay, we're here. This, yeah. this is that thing that you were trying to do when you were like 13. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. I just this did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We literally just did, just did that. <laughs> we just, we just did it. You know, that's crazy, man. But yeah, I mean, you guys have played a shit ton. I mean, what do you. Yeah. Remember when we talked like a few weeks ago, we were catching up on, on our call and uh, I remember you asked me, he's like, what festivals do we have over here? Right. You know, we, we obviously have the obvious one, you know, when it comes to metal and our world of metal, right? Death metal. You got the Maryland Death Fest. You got the California Death Fest. Yeah. But Evan like, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, Evan and Ryan. <laughs> Evan and Ryan, you know. But then, like, then you look over at Europe and you have all these huge ones, or even like, you know, a more mid sized one, like Death Feast and stuff, which is so sick. It's like, why the fuck don't we have that over here? Yeah. You know? I mean, or like the Hellfest. Like, why can't we have a Hellfest over here? Well, I think, well, two things. Over there, there's like the, and we talked about this too, there's like a camping culture. Yeah, in, in, in summertime. Right. Yeah, you go to the, you know, in Germany, you go to the Kampenplatz. Mm. Who's over there in Germany? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you get your own like little cottage on this weird little thing beside the highway. <laughs> yeah, off the autobahn, it's like this little little cottage village. Yeah, and that's where you go in the summertime. There's like places to swim nearby, things like that, and that's like in the culture and to go oh, okay. camping in the summertime. Yeah. That's you know, like go road thing. trip somewhere. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's you why. Know? People up in the Nordic countries go, you know, take time to go south. And it's built into their work schedules too, you know. They have like, you know, whatever, siesta time or <laughs> yeah, or the hell, whatever the hell it is. You know, they have like time. They set literally as a culture, like set aside time for that. Yeah. You know, so that's anybody really... can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I, that's my understanding. Yeah, that's and, just, yeah. And we don't really have that over here per se. No. It's not, people do it, you know. Well, yeah, people are like, do it all year round you know it's different it's not it's really not like it's not really a people do it and it's not necessarily associated with any like a cultural thing mm -hmm. you know per yeah. se you know like you're like just trying to enjoy nature type shit yes you know? you're not going to an event in nature yes kind of thing yeah which which may be slightly different for you know some of the like you know more like hippie crowds, you know, who have, who kind of have like, like grateful dead camp type shit where oh, that's yeah. like been a part of the culture for a while. Yeah. And so going out in the woods for an event is like not a, a new idea. Yeah. You know? It's just normal. Metal's, metal's <laughs> a little different. It really it's not, is. It's, a it's not about beast. like, it's not about like hanging out with the birds and the bees, you know, exactly. I mean? it's like, it's, it's more like uh, abrasive. Mm -hmm. Oh but, yeah. Um, I think it could happen in the States if there was like enough people 
and like the uh, right spot for it. Yeah, had the right, right spot, and were willing to take, you know, the risk. Like believed in the culture enough, like that they wanted to see it exist in the future. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It would be then, wild to see like a Hellfest here. Yeah, or even a Wacken. It would be wild to see that yeah. here. I think it's you got to it's got to start off smaller than that, like a city fest of some sort. It's metal oriented. Yeah, it really would have to. Um, I'm talking to some people about some stuff, and but you know, it's like the COVID thing hit. Yeah, and uh, kind of threw a wrench in the works. Kind of threw a wrench, but like I'm picking up the conversations again to see see what can happen, what's possible. Yeah, at least in the next couple years. Yeah, you know, I'll you know I got a lot on my plate, but I think we'll probably end up trying to. Get something together. And something. I'll, I'll be talking to you about it. Yes, sure. please. <laughs> we uh, probably did. We probably did talk about it like way. We probably did the prior. You know, a couple years ago. Yeah. You know, I, was I talking think we about did. Get some shit going. Because I've talked to like Mauricio about it and like Stefan. Even Mauricio's brought it up. Like we should try to put together like a fast, like a metal, like a straight up death metal. But, yeah. You know, mix it. You know, we could have some black metal in there too. And just like try to find the right spot to do it at. Mm-hmm. not crazy overhead and try to put it together. And then we put together a bunch of tours around it that all meet up at the fest. Right. You know, you know, maybe a couple days long, you know, two, three day long fest. Yeah. A metal meeting, a metal meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's in Europe somewhere. A metal, metal yeah. meet. Just a death metal meetup. <laughs> yeah. But what was it? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, you should do that. I'd like, to, I'd like to talk to you guys more about doing that. We should. I, I mean, it's about, I think it's mostly, it's going to come down to us finding the right spot. We're going to yeah. have to really research and find the right spot for it. And uh, then once we do, then we could really, okay, what bands can we get? What can I got, we get I got a pretty, I got a pretty good idea and set up that I could talk to you about in private, but it mm. probably doesn't, that it shouldn't be like, yeah, we'll do it. I'm down, we'll do it tomorrow. Some shit on Monday. Yeah. But uh, Josh you know, said been, Iowa. Well, maybe Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been jogging this idea along for for a little bit. Oh, of time. Wow. Yeah. There's some other people I'm talking to that you know might be interested in coordinating whatever. It's just that, yeah. like right now they're trying to get their shit back on track and for 22. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Everyone's but, trying to like obviously get things going again. Yeah. Start I'm making, respectful of that. Yeah. You know? But, you know, I still want to have the conversation. Yeah, like even to look at this for like 2023. Right. You know? That's that's basically what you're basically, looking at. Yeah, that's what you're going to, yeah. you would have to look at. <laughs> right. You yeah, know? Exactly. Um, so anyway, um, here's some another question I had. If you had okay. to pick one Misery Index record, which one would it be? <laughs> What's your favorite Misery Index record? I, I like them all for different reasons. It's yeah. a problem. They're you know? all like different, yeah, in their own way, right? You know, like you know, Discordia. That was the first one I did with the band. Me trying to figure out with Adam, you know, try how to like write in the style of the band so we don't put off all the fans. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, the you present have to fans, you know. Yeah, we got to right. like adjust our writing style, you know. You know, get some, you know, because I wasn't really like attuned to you know a lot of punk, and there's a lot of that vibe, you know, going on in the band. So I had to like really educate myself and ingrain some of that stuff in my own playing, you know, to, yeah. to be able to, to, to get it in there. Yeah. I totally get that. And, um, and then, you know, we go to traders and it's like, we're trying to like diversify trying because to, yeah. it was an, it was, we, first of all, it was easy to do because Adam and I were like coming from some different backgrounds and stuff. 
And so we literally had to do it to make it our own. Yeah. Um, but on a conscious level, it's like, we didn't want to really be like the strict grind band because if you get pigeonholed like that, it's hard to come out of, it's hard to do other shit. It's hard to come out of it. It's hard to grow. Yeah. It's hard to grow in that world, in that genre. So niche. Yeah. And the grind sound is like this big for sure. Yeah. It's like what you eventually start writing the same song over and over. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Dude. You know, so you guys wanted to be like, kind of get more death metal. We just, just different aspects, not, not genre stuff, but like more like a little bit more atmosphere, a Mm. little bit more this and that, but like still kind of encapsulating the same vibe. Yeah. I understand. And, um, and, uh, and so we did that with, we did that pretty well on traders. Yeah. And then, you know, moving on to Ares to Fever, we wanted to be, we wanted to like take all that and just get a little more vicious with it. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's what, and it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, that thing cut, like that album cuts like a knife. Yeah. It's brute. That shit is very brutal. Yeah. You know, and we followed that up and we toured on it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> followed up with, uh, with Killing God. That's, you know, we did some, we came to the end of our relapse contract, went to season the mist and, and yeah. did killing gods, which is a much dark, a darker, at, more atmospheric record. It still is. trying to like, once again, trying to like wrangle some other stuff in to see what we can do with it, Yeah, but still be ourselves. Yep. And so, you know, I like that one for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good record. I was listening so, to that one today too. Yeah. And then rituals of power. We tried to like go almost, almost like take everything that we had learned up to that point mm-hmm. and put it and in stop ex- and stop experimenting so much and try to like do what a fan who had been through that experience with us would want, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah. And I like them all for those very specific reasons. reasons. I, don't yeah, have yeah. A, I don't have a favorite. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. It's hard because they're all, well, that's meaningful. good though. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Rituals of power definitely blew me away. Thanks. Yeah, Will Putney. I told you that before. Will Putney on the on the knobs. I'm on the knobs, dude. And then wait, yeah. did on the ones and twos. Eric Rutan did the drums. He recorded Eric drums. Rutan did the drums. Yeah. yeah. They sound so powerful. Yes. You're gonna Yeah, that's a, like, what a team. Yeah, like to have <laughs> Dream Team. Like that is just like for a fucking, you know, metal band to have those two guys. I mean, um, come on. You can't Rut- fucking Rutan is uh yeah. obviously uh, the fucking legend. Def- a death metal legend professional. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a said, big fan of just the dude himself. You yeah, know I mean? no, amazing person. I definitely want to, I, I want, yeah. I hope I can get him for a guest for this because like I've never talked to him before and I've loved hate internal for so long and just hearing things from like friends who have worked with them and stuff and like you and whatnot. I'm like, this dude is just rad. Like I want to yeah. like talk to this guy. He's an animal. Yeah. He's a fucking animal. And now he's in, <laughs> now he's in fucking cannibal corpse. Look at it. It's, it's like if Cannibal Corpse had to pick anybody, that is the guy. Like, there's nobody he's else. The, he's the yeah. He's yeah. If they had you know? if they had to, had to choose, which they did, they, they had, yeah. It's, he's definitely death metal embodied. Yes, I mean know? he is the fucking dude. We had a he's uh, he does the guest solo on oh, Scour yeah. first the first uh, single the first single Doom, right yeah Doom. that's that's him. So how did you get involved? Like, let's go to Scour because I never I don't know how. This band formed. So how did this all come together? Like whose idea was it for Scour? Was it Phil or was it somebody else who's in the band? Okay. Okay. So this requires a little bit of backstory. <laughs> um, That's fine. Okay. So John. People do want to hear it. <laughs> so Adam Jarvis. Yep. His remix, he was doing a side project with his cousin, John. 
Okay. John Jarvis. John Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah. And with their, with their homie, uh, Lemieux. Okay. Lemieux is excellent. He's this dude in Illinois. He just, and this, this guy is just that he just has this songwriting ability and vocal technique. He's just like, wow. it's killer. Yeah. Yeah. And then they did this, um, side project called Fulgora. And, um, yeah, it brought, yeah. So they popped a single out. Mm-hmm. I think Metal Sucks p- picked it up. They did yeah. like a little video for it or something. Okay. And um, it's very like death metal meets Vision of Disorder. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. Detail. Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, so and Phil and Selmo, for whatever reason, saw that. Really? You saw it and loved it and got a hold of John. Okay. To to put out to sign Fulgora to Housecore. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so they went and so they were invited to his house. Yeah. To go record in the studio down there. Uh-huh. And they did. And they eventually put out an album and, and they still have some other stuff to put out, even though it's like kind of on the way on the back burner at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's killer shit. Uh it's really cool. And you know. You know, Phil's like for right for liking it. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, and uh, unfortunately, you know, it's it's hard to launch a band. You know, it's hard to you know. I don't think it really like caught on the way it should have, but the, I don't think they really had the. They, they didn't really have the time to really to like do, invest in do it. it right to yeah. really like get it get it going going. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but it's killer, man. And I hope they keep it. I hope they do keep it going. Um, no, anyways, <clears throat> that's how the relationships started right started yeah and so um john had when derek was in cattle decapitation john was like doing merch and tour managing okay and so um that's how they know each other right yeah yeah so and um that's not how they know each other but that's like they became you know really good yeah during that yeah yeah yeah. so during that time period derek was like uh, you know, working in his, like on his laptop, like making these songs. So he's like simple kind of like black metal songs or whatever. Yeah. I remember he, I'm in Columbia, Missouri and his parents live in Herman, Missouri, which is like an hour from here in the, you know, it's a German town in the boonies Yeah, on the, on the Missouri river. And so he came home and I went out there and uh, we were like, we drank like every beer in the house, <laughs> 30, 30 beers or something. He's like, hey, I have something to show you. Yeah. And then he pops his laptop out and he's like, plays me these like black metal songs. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. What are you going to do with it? He's like, I don't know. And <laughs> you want to play in it? I was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I have time. This, this index is doing, you know, a lot of shit. And, yeah, for real. You know, and fucking, and, uh, and I had just had like a kid and, you know, there was like, I had enough. Yeah, at that, at that time, yeah. just trying to figure it, figure out how to do everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't even remember when that was exactly. But anyways, yeah. um, so but it, it didn't matter because he had already kind of like had talked to some other people, had some other people in mind for. Yeah, okay. Which which is what you saw in like the first iteration, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, they were talking to John about like who do we get to sing? And yeah, John's like, fun. how about Phil and Selmo? Like, how about I just take these songs and Show just it. send it to him and see what he says? Yeah. You know, Fuck why it, not? Right? Fuck it. And uh, so Phil got it and emailed back and said, I will kill this. Wow. 
And so we're like, okay. <laughs> I'm not right. we. They they were like, okay. <laughs> and so <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they Good so place. they ended up doing the gray EP. Yep. And then they went and did the red EP, which ready piece fucking sick. Dude, ready piece yeah. sick, yeah. Ready piece sick. It really and is. then um, you know, they uh, you know, there was like some shuffle around from gray the gray EP, the ready EP getting Adam to play drums. Yeah, you know. They need someone who, who was just a little more powerful and faster. Mm-hmm. Not really Jesse's cup of tea. He's a fucking sick drummer. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He, you know, but you know, the requirement of the band was being able to blast for an hour at 280 plus, you know? Yeah. It's so shit, it's really, uh, for a drummer, it's um, not very fun. No. You know, um, there's only a select few that like doing this. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> and and Adam's one of them. Yeah. Who just like brute force all the time. <laughs> and uh and uh yeah, and same kind of same kind of shuffle happened with the with the other guitar player. And um, you know, they you know, you know, Derek is a very close friend of mine and mm-hmm. you know, he told me well, you know, what was going on and asked me if I was interested and I was like, Yeah, and I sent I gave him a detailed list of how 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 I could kill it you know, mm-hmm. uh, also, <laughs> and, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, just playing with Adam and in, in misery index already and be able to lock in rhythmically right off the bat. That's good. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, for sure. just real practice, real practical shit, yeah. you know, like not like oh, I'm amazing. That's yeah. Not. But, uh, you know, I've been playing with Adam for a million years at this point. So it was like, Hey, you got Adam makes- playing drums. I can play with him. Yeah, we've been doing know, it for a long time. I know time. everything. I know everything that guy's gonna do. Uh-huh. I know. I know how he leans in rhythms, and you know, I, it's like yeah, we're gonna, you know him. Yeah. So you know, it'll you know, it'll be tight. Mm-hmm. So, and um, and that's basically how it happened, man. Right there. And then yeah, it just and uh, no audition or anything like that. Just kind of learned all the material. Came yeah. down. We practiced. Came down to. Phil's house and jammed in the space. And, That's sick. Which is just mind boggling. Yeah. You know, like for me, because, yeah. um, you know, fucking, because as a kid, Pantera, like you understand, <laughs> like, as a kid, Pantera, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. you know, if you're too cool for school about this shit, you didn't, you weren't there and you didn't see him live. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's like it. that band, that band I'm, is, is better than your favorite band. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was better than your favorite band. They, yeah. Hands yeah, down. Yeah just destroy by far I'm, I'm talking i'm talking like a pit a pit a amphitheater with a pit in the lawn with a fire in the middle of it and another pit over there and another pit over there and they're ripping out the orchestra pit yes <laughs> i mean dude like nutty no they were a force and you, you force to be reckoned and with. you met you've met phil before right or what before then yeah before then no no no, that was a, the so, first time I met the guy. The first time I actually met him was pulling up to his in his driveway. Wow! <laughs> so that was hey, probably man. pretty crazy, right? Cool. It was just cool feeling. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was whatever. I mean, it's like I didn't really know what to expect, man. Yeah, right. I didn't really know what to. Yeah, no idea. I walked in. I just like I kind of walked into it with uh, trying to like push my fanboy shit aside, and yeah, you know, and like. And anything else and kind of approach things with open minds mm-hmm. and um and see how how it went you know thinking that like if it worked it worked if it didn't it didn't yeah you know exactly but it worked you know if, clearly if the, yeah and it, and it works out and it's 
fucking and it's amazing you know it's like it's a good group of dudes and you know it's obviously it goes without saying you know jamming with like your teenage idol of sorts is you know pretty cool yeah it's pretty surreal you know it's like wow you know i'm I'm not gonna gonna take yeah i'm not gonna take anything away from that at all i mean it's fucking yeah that is fucking amazing but that is putting all that aside Mm-hmm. the music is incredible yeah man. it's like really concise and well written and it's just relentless it is really it's so in your fucking you know? face dude it hits we, you so hard dude and when we all get together it's just like uh it's like almost a meditation man really <laughs> it's like That's we're sick. just like honing in on this one point and it's yeah. just we're just flying and and the and you know and Phil's doing what I think is the most extreme shit he's ever done Dude, ever. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> like you listen to this shit and it's yeah. like, wow, that's that's Phil. That's he's, you know, it's nuts. That's a he's just he's a talented he's a, front he's man a and vocalist. Dude, he can beast, do man. He can do anything. He really you can, think, man. You don't even know the extent of what this dude's capable of. <laughs> I know like, I don't know. Like you, you only know what has been released in public. He has yeah. other music. He's got other music. Wow. Like you would it's just like constantly. I don't even know if I could talk about it because who knows what's going to happen. I'm not going to talk about it. But it's like there's some stuff that dude can do with his voice. You just wouldn't even believe it. Man. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it's believe it, believe Phil it's Ensemble. Some of that because like some of that stuff that he's doing where it's like. I don't know. It's got a lean to it or like a gravel in the voice or whatever is, is on purpose. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to have it in there. No. And he can, he can add and subtract as much of that stuff as he wants. I mean, go uh, uh, prime example. Go listen to the doom single. Yeah. Listen to that shit. I know. Jeez. He's, he's like way down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I no, he's like do way like, down there. It's way down. That attempt, like, dude. It's just like, like, and anyways, I'm real proud. I'm yeah. real proud to be a part of it because when I first started listening to metal, like, you know, Far Beyond Driven was one of those albums. Big one, yeah. Even hopping off with Strength Beyond Strength. Mm-hmm. They're you know such killer I mean? records. And it was just like, that's that one song and the first track of that record is like a statement. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, I think it like sent a lot of people on the quest for heaviness mm-hmm. like for more heavy more balls more mm-hmm. more girth more you know more yeah tough, yeah you know to, to 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 listen to music like that and to be music like that yeah yeah, yeah for sure man so and so it's like and and that's the quest that's sort of like the quest that would that was set me off on yeah you know and so coming back around and having that be like some of the most extreme shit that dude's ever done and being a part of it is like a real full like a real full circle experience yeah no definitely it has to be you know what i mean yeah i know exactly dude it's it's cool man like when you join scar i was like damn mark's in scar that's fucking wild yeah i'm like that's just crazy man like this band's wild well also didn't expect phil to do something like this yeah and you know you know you know me is more of like a hetfield character yeah (laughs) rhythm rhythm and you know yeah yeah really yeah so and that i'm like not doing the vocals so much, so it frees me up to do the rest. Do the rest, and that shit's yeah. intense too, man. Yeah, yeah. You find Scour <laughs> to be harder than Misery Index to play? Is it more tight? I mean, you can do it, obviously, but is it like more like holy shit? It's different. A more it's a tired. Different, yeah, it's a different animal. It, it requires 
it requires more endurance. Yeah. You got to warm does. up. <laughs> it just does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Misery index is tough. Oh yeah. No, it but, is. Um, but I mean, scour is kind of a different scour is just more like relentless. Yeah. Like, like stuff. I don't know. As you're playing, as you're playing and you're continuing through this, you kind of do things so you can play to your strengths and economize certain things. So you can like do more musically. Yeah. Without like killing your wrists and your hands and stuff. Yeah. Scour has none of that in consideration. It's <laughs> zero of that. Not it's like, it's like, let's just start with relentless and go from there. Yeah. Let's just start with that and go. Yeah. That's so good. Do you think the band's going to like tour at all in the future or there wouldn't be anything extensive, huh? Um, or you don't know. It's not, it's not off the table. No. Like it's, you and the you guys know. are like open to it. If something like a cool yeah, opportunity it's not, yeah. came through. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not off the table. I mean, for, you know, we'll be real careful with that. I mean, I think we want to like kind of be like an event band, you know? Yeah. For now, but it makes this, it makes sense. Every, you know, it's everything's negotiable. It is. You know? It's all talk about a bull. Yeah. I believe, and, you know, and I believe there will be some conversations, but, um, you know, and we just, you know, we signed a nuclear blast, you know? Oh, wait, Scour did? Yeah. Oh, wait, was that? Yeah. Is a, yeah. Why did, how, did I miss Co- that? Well, did I miss that? Announcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nuclear, nuclear blast and is nuclear blast and house core co-released the doom EP. And they're gonna do. Oh, I miss this. We're gonna do some more stuff. We're gonna do more shit. With, that's fucking. We're rad. gonna do more stuff. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. right here. I'm a dumbass. I don't know how I missed that. When did you guys announce? Yep. So that was like last year, right? Over the summer. Over the yeah, summer. Over the summer. I, I missed some shit last year, bro. Last year was yeah. a blur. Well, yeah. To be honest. Yeah, you're trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're figuring things out. Like, oh shit. Am I a booking agent still? <laughs> right. Yeah. Do I book these ba- am, am I still hired for you guys? Are you guys still a band? Dude, yeah that's that shit's you, tough dude. do you want to do this again <laughs> are you are you still a band <laughs> are you still a band um it's, no, a, it's definitely it, we laugh but it, we laugh but it's not so funny it's you know? not so funny i mean there's some bands that are like oh we're gonna need a little bit of time you know but it is laugh it is. we're laughing at a desperation here yeah <laughs> i know oh, really shit. seriously though. oof um actually can you give me one minute because i drink so much fucking water i have to take a piss and yeah, go ahead. If man. you have to take a piss too, you can go do it. Um, okay, uh, let's take let's take five. Yeah, it'll be we'll be back in or like two. Uh, yeah, one, like one to two seconds. minutes, everyone. I'm gonna put on a BRB screen right now. Here we go.
and we're back <laughs> yo yo there's been times doing this shit. it's funny most of the time my girlfriend's home from work when i do these but she's she's working today and uh i'll like when i end an episode uh, one of these streams <clears throat> i'll go straight to the fucking bathroom and she's like how do you pee that long i'm like because i drink like literally drink a whole glass this thing's like halfway done then I had this like energy drink thing that she bought, which was really good, actually, actually called Tropicicle. Tropicicle. <laughs> so I had that, and that's 12 ounces, you know. I got 24, you know, I'm just, dude, I drink a lot of water. Yeah, that's dude. it. You, you keep talking. Trying to, trying to keep, yeah. Yeah, man. You got to keep your, your throat moist. Yeah, and then so anyway, she would just laugh. She's like, I'll be peeing for like a minute straight. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. And there's definitely been... <laughs> There's definitely been a couple episodes where I'm like, I think I'm going to pee my pants if I don't get up. Not this time. This, this, I was fine. I was, you know, I could have went longer uh, or waited longer, but uh, there's definitely been a couple times where I'm like, holy shit, I think I'm going to piss my pants. I'm sure she's like, you all right? Yeah. <laughs> like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> you have like your bladder burst in your body. True, man. Like, I just going on? Lot, man. I don't know. Everyone, it, all, everyone that comes to my streams, they, they fucking know, man. Oh, what up? Scott, Scott's here. Hey, yeah, Scott Eames. It's Scott. The boy. So how did you get into managing bands? How did that all come around? What was the first band, uh, I guess? You kind of started mean, helping. Or uh I think I think I think I can't I came into EMG like what was that like? Twenty sixteen. Sounds about right. Something like that. I feel like it's been like that. And and the first band I picked up was Visceral Discord. Oh, was it was it VD? Baltimore. Yeah. Represent. Well, that's why, right? <laughs> Baltimore represent, and they're they are fucking killer. They are killer. And uh, yeah, they're working on their new record and yep. uh, a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, that's good. And, uh, yeah, they're cool. But um, yeah, man, start. like to, to start off, I just kind of like um, I saw I. You know, I saw like EMG and Joanne was like looking for people. Yeah, just like bringing more. They yeah. wanted people that were like involved in the in the industry, and I was just like, ah, you know, I know a, a little shot. bit about I know a little bit about doing that with uh, with MI because we had you know we were pretty DIY. Yeah, you know, right. For for most almost everything and yeah, not everything. I don't want to discredit anyone. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. But like uh, more you know, so on the management side of things. You know, between you Jason and I, we kind of we kind of know what what's up. You know, as far as like merchandising and like how a record release is supposed to go, and like how to, what we need to do on a band side to get all that ready. Yeah, you know, and yeah, and get going. And mm -hmm. uh, and so it's basically like, you know, for for some of the smaller like artist development bands, it's basically like imparting that wisdom and putting people on the right path so they can like get to a point where they're you know earning revenue. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and then, you know, we move them on, you know? Yeah. And um, that, that's sort of what we're doing. I also work with like uh, bands like, uh, like Surreption. Mm -hmm. um, I've helped out with like uh, Atheist. Atheist, um, yeah. Yeah. Atheist. And some others. Yeah. Some other stuff, you know? Yeah, I talk to Kelly, you know, all the time. We're, we're working on some other stuff right now, too. That's rad. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's got a pretty cool thing. Yeah. I can't talk about. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's pretty it's awesome. It's pretty cool, yeah. Dubs. But yeah, man, basically just answered the ad and, you know, uh, went out to Long Island, met, met Joanne and mm -hmm. Amanda and, and, uh, and we worked on things together and that's rad. You know, and just yeah. kind of went from there. 
it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It, it can be, it's, you know, it can be very time consuming sometimes, especially when you have multiple releases going on at the same time. Yeah. With your own stuff, right? Your so bands. With, with their stuff. With their you know, stuff getting, and your yeah, stuff. Getting, yeah. Yeah. Getting, getting release plans together and making yeah. sure that all like it's flying smooth and yeah, even, and then, and then doing the stuff where you're shopping out to tours and yeah. things like that. It's a and, lot. And getting them. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. It definitely is, man. It's a lot to do. And, you know, bands are, you know, it's like herding cats, man. It's like, oh, it can be, you man. know, just to like, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to get them to where they can get on uh, some of these like higher profile tours um, like you guys do. And uh, yeah. And then and then to have them, you know, if they're green, to have them like um, know how to behave out there and yeah, uh, how to, and how to manage themselves yes. out there because it's tough. Dude, you know? it is, it's especially tough. if they're green to like touring hey, man hey man and you get tired and you get irritable yeah man and shit happens you're when not... you're two weeks deep three weeks deep you know yeah and you gotta, you gotta keep band you know, members gotta... fighting with each other yeah and it's almost <laughs> like you know they gotta know that's yeah they just have to get the experience and know that stuff about themselves you yeah, know yeah you're right you're definitely you, right about that you you know you go through all kinds of stuff out there homesickness uh, you know then, sleep deprivation not eating right you know yeah and then anything yeah. else happening at home at the same time you don't you know anything happens at home it's a bigger disaster yeah. you can't get back and deal with it fucks everything up <laughs> yeah it's tough man being in a band is not for the faint of heart no you know? No. And if you're, if you're like, if you're doing it purely for your ego's sake, man, your ego has got a, another thing coming Big time. <laughs> because, because it's like you get the road will humble your ass real quick. Yeah, no, it definitely fucking will. That is for you sure. I mean, why even the biggest bands that go out there and they have like great shows in Denver and LA and whatever. But yeah. You know, the bigger like, cities, you know, that Boise New Idaho City. show might, <laughs> could might go not, great. Might not could go great. It might not. Yeah. <laughs> That's. That Salt Lake City it might oh, be 1,500 yeah. people. It might be 100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, know? you go from who knows, man. Dude, it varies everywhere, and that can definitely hurt a person's ego in a sense. You know, or that's you got to be able to have the wherewithal to like <laughs> so still. No Three thousand people are at the show. You're gonna give them your best. 50 yeah, people are there. You're still gonna give them your best because that's the only way that scene is gonna grow in that place for you. Yeah, you know. You still got to come out. Swinging. You got to give them the hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. I know. Even if you're sleep deprived and your girlfriend just broke up with you, and you know, you only ate a cheeseburger at two o'clock, and yeah, you know, whatever. It's like doesn't matter. Yeah, you know? exactly. You go out and fucking kill it because you're gonna play yeah. that market again, and you want those people to come back out and hopefully more. Yeah, and just you as know? like you know, for people who like metals, like bands and stuff, just to give you another sense of level of respect for these guys. Yeah, They're, they are they're going through a, if you're if you're a band Anyone who's like, touring yeah if you're like you know first second slot on that tour or something man especially or you're yeah. like you're like you know mid-level or whatever it's like those guys are sacrificing a lot just to entertain your ass yeah you know? just to be on stage for that 20 30 minutes dude and to see That's them get it. up there and to <laughs> see them get up there and do it so well and uh -huh. night after night you know like you know it, it's just it's impressive Yes, I like you know. Get you, when you put it all in perspective like that, it, can, it really gets yeah. you right there. You go watch bands like fucking, you know, Science of the Swarm get up there and just give you this real evil. Oh yeah, man. Real thing, <laughs> you know. And even if it's like in a in a smaller club or whatever, it's like shit. Like yeah, man. 
they're still giving you 110. I definitely you know? love the fans that like go up, like make a point to go to like the merch table and like talk to the guys in the band and just like thank them. And you know what I'm saying? Is that, I feel like right. that helps, you know, bands, yeah. you know, like they could be feeling down that entire day and you just literally made their day by telling them something, yeah, about, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. buy that merch, buy that <laughs> fucking merch. Damn it. You know, get them from point A to point B, let them like, you know, if you want, if you want a band to continue to exist, Yes. <laughs> Go support them. Yeah. The one. Just, don't just sit on your, you know, just sit at home playing video games, get after yeah. that show. Just go out you know? for a few hours. There's time, you know, and I've said it before, there's times, you know, you know, post pandemic crap where there, yeah. there was times where I'm like, man, I just don't feel like going out to the show tonight. And then time would come around and be like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. Right. And then I just have the best time of my life. Yeah. And I'm there the and in my head, I'm like, man, I wasn't going to come to this show tonight. What the fuck was I thinking? This was yeah, a class. These guys are amazing. Yeah. I'm like, what am I? I can never do that. I just got to go. Like, always yeah. push yourself. Obviously, you're going to have bad days and you have, you know, there's a show that you're planning on going to. Um, but and, and you're like not in the mood for it. Just do it. Just go. Because more than likely, it's, it's just going to turn your entire day completely around. Go buy a T-shirt. Yeah. If you want to, if you want them to exist, support with your feet and your dollars. Yeah. You know I mean, exactly. Go, go get. Go. Go. Make sure. <laughs> if you don't, you know, that's the only way it's going to go into the future. Yeah. You, know, you no. got to do. That's what you got to do. But, exactly. Man, those. You know, I got lots of respect, obviously, for. Oh yeah, I know you do. For any and all bands <clears throat> out there hustling and trying to do it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of work, man. It's, it's a, a hell of a lot of. It's a hell of a lot of work. And, you know, in this day and age, it's like, there's a lot, a lot of stuff you got to be mindful of. And, uh, in terms of exposure and getting yourself out there and things like that, you know, this like pandemic shit is like ushered in a whole other pressure of like having to be online and, you know, in the digital setting, the live stream events and stuff like that. Yeah. So you have like, you have like bands, smaller bands with like not a lot of resources to like really like make it make it some of this like high oh for the high production stuff happen yeah it's not easy this shit is not easy and and they gotta do it you know Mm -hmm. and so when you see bands out there fucking you know it's like a mid-level band and like you see they're doing like a live stream event they've done on it on their own and shit you know respect big time yeah (laughs) big time respect it's It's, like and go you know go follow that band go buy that t-shirt man because you know they're they need it they're and they are putting in their all. Yeah. You know they're coming mean? out of pocket for that shit, dude. Yeah, they're coming out of pocket to, to, for that shit. Hoping, yeah. to make, hoping to make it back over hoping, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, that's, you know, like I am, uh, I had I am do one live stream. And it was with Crowbar. Crowbar invited them and it was great. But, you know, the costs, they, I'm pretty sure they made most of the money back from the split they got from ticket sales. Or they did make it all back. I can't really remember. But that was like the one thing they were like kind of concerned about, you know, which is it is a concern. We're in a fucking pandemic. You know, some of the guys aren't working, you know, so it's like, man, we got to it's going to cost us, you know, like five, six, seven hundred bucks to really make happen. And luckily, those guys live pretty much all in Dallas, you know, and they have like friends that can help them. But, you know, they want to make sure the product is good, you know. And they, th- yeah. to me, they nailed it. It sounded great. The video was fucking cool as hell. You know, they really put fucking time into it and made it happen. 
but it's like that's a big concern you know there was other bands of mine that you know got offered to do shit like a stream thing but it was just like man the drummer lives across the country a fucking you know singer lives over here you know and it's just like it's a lot of planning so i know yeah it's a fucking yeah pain and, in the butt. yeah and for you you know hand, if you're you know handling the band managing yeah. the band booking the band or whatever it's like in the back of your mind, it's like, man, you, it's like, you're not frustrated with him exactly, but it's like, man, you guys got to do this. Yeah. Like you, you've got to get your face in front of Just a camera something. where it looks good. Like anything, everything, everything. you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. And if you don't do it, people will start forgetting about you. And that's going in the opposite direction. Yeah. You don't want that at all. No, no. But at the same time, you know, yeah, I'm empathetic with all that. You know, yeah. my drummer lives in, san francisco and i'm on here in boston or whatever yeah yeah it's, it's like you know all over fire. the fucking place <laughs> put your mask on bro but i get it it's a lot of it can be a lot of expenses man they, and like they trying to figure up. it all out so the time and the time it takes dude to prepare and then do it mm -hmm. it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot, lot to do no one's saying it's not hard <laughs> yeah no no one is <laughs> saying easy, it's not hard it is hard if it were easy, everybody would do it. And like, to me, that thing is just yet another hard thing you got to do. Mm -hmm. If you're in a band, you just, yeah. you, know, you, you should try to make it happen. I know. Um, Kev Moeller is here. You know, Kev Moeller? Say who? Kevin Moeller. He filled yeah. in for suffocation. He's a merciless concept. All right. On. Yeah, yeah, he's here. He, <laughs> he had a question. <laughs> How was it touring with nails? Uh, nails? He said he hated their ego and they played nowhere near as tight as Misery Index. <laughs> oh, come on. I, can't. I, mean, I love nails. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> with that question, bro. I mean, I'm sure they were fine. Right? And by the way, their personalities fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> no, no, man. I fucking love nails. I don't yeah. know what's going on over there. I don't fucking. know either. First of all, Todd Jones, amazing dude. Yeah. Fucking loved hanging out with that guy. He's got wrists. He's got wrists for days. I can he imagine. Can shred. You don't know that from like watching nails because it's like hardcore riffs and like, you know, breakdowns well, yeah. and shit. Yeah. That that dude can shred your face off too. Wow. It's like And he's never uh, been in a band where he, he shreds. No. No, nah, but he can. He can. He's a ripping guitar player. Like that's he, nuts. All, every what's cool about wow. nails is like nails exists inside a sphere that's like this big mm -hmm. never goes outside of it yeah you know they it's, stay it's in that lane minimalist right it's minimalist but with like it's that kind of ferocious intent yeah it's, mm, it it will not do a, there's no other things in yeah, here yeah it's doing you know? yeah it's gonna it's stay like this, this. it's about and i remember talking to taylor about it where it was like it's about what they don't do what they mm. don't include and I it's gotcha. like that is so fucking tough. That is tough. And it comes, it comes, it comes across exactly as intended. Yeah. And, and it's just so fucking sick, man. And like though they're they got some wrists and uh Ferrat, like we call we we were calling him like Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> T. Mr. Tough out there. Because he that dude get, gets up there in the middle and just you know, it doesn't matter. He could have been smiling like three seconds. Three seconds for like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just it's so just, in your face, dude. I'm like, just like, guys, scary. I, I just love it, dude. It was, yeah. it was amazing. And yeah, uh, yeah. If you think they, 
if if you thought they come across as having an attitude, that's because they fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it, yeah man. it's like it's it's a real it's like it's part of the deal man it's a real stoic you know yeah kind of like flying off i'll fly off the rails you know that's just and that's part that's on the band that's just fucking part of it and you know i mean just not, the name all, itself the nails you know he's i, I appreciate it because it? <laughs> it's not supposed it's not supposed to be safe you know no. he doesn't want it's it to not be, supposed, yeah. this fucking band is not supposed to be your best friend uh-uh you know what I mean? It's supposed to be and an that's, enemy that that's you what's, like, like. <laughs> and that's what's fucking cool about it. Yeah. You know? That's just fucking really cool. Tons of major respect. And also. I love, uh, I've loved Nels fucking, for so uh, long. And fucking. Uh, what's what, Taylor, Taylor Young, who played drums for him. Yeah. Dude, he's got this other thing. Have you heard Have you heard of God's Hate? Oh, is he in God's Hate? Yeah. I didn't. How did I not? I know who God's Hate is. I just didn't know who the fuck's in it. Dude. Doing closed casket, yeah. Their new record's sick. Dude. Artwork's God's fucking hate. bizarre. Yeah, shit's ha- it's very fucking oh, in your face. Man. It's like it's kind of like a similar deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's it is similar. It's, yeah. It's just in here. Yeah. It's nothing no none of this. Yeah, yeah. Extra. They're not gonna explore outside this. No, yeah. No, it's just yeah. hey, how about we play this yeah, sick it. riff? And then we'll play this other sick riff. <laughs> like, are we gonna have <laughs> It's like, aren't we going to have an atmospheric part or a no. bridge of some sort? No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Just one sick riff after the next. What's the way? Yeah, Dude. Taylor was in Twitching Tongues. Is he still in yeah. Twitching Tongues? I don't know. I have to I ask. I don't know. I, I haven't heard so. much from that band in a I think while. Think so? I don't know. They're such an interesting know. band, but they're mm-hmm. they're good. I don't like everything from them, but like a good amount of their songs, I dig. It's just yeah. different. It's cool though. I yeah, like their yeah. earlier shit. It's it's so. Yeah. interesting it is it's really it's really interesting oh they have a different yeah. guy now okay do they well guys that's what kev said okay well i haven't shit's... yeah i haven't heard i haven't heard anything from them in a minute regardless shit's interesting as fuck and yeah. you know i don't know that god's hate god's hate shit is fucking gnarly dude oof. oof i mean it's like it's on the heart it's in the hardcore it is things. yeah and, very fucking I mean, very much in that side of things and you know, oh, it's, yeah, man. it's just fucking killer. I don't so, know. Other other bands similar to that that I really love is like Knock yeah. Loose. Of yeah. Do you like Knock Loose? Hell yeah. Jesus Peace. Jesus Peace. Yes, dude. Uh, One of the, I love Jesus Peace, dude. So, I mean, Jesus Peace. Yes. We need, we, that, that needs that. We need to do Oh, dude. Imagine the Misery Index and Jesus Peace together. Dude, I'll do it right now. Throw Where nails. do I go? Sign me up. Fucking do the, Sign me up. Put two mold on it. Just like the gnarliest Too thing. Yeah, Too that, that's like, remember we were talking pre-pandemic. I was like, yo, Misery Index needs to do shit. It needs to go out like full of hell, tomb mold. We need to like, I want, we have to try to bring some of this shit to life next year. Yeah. And beyond. Yeah. Like, it would be some gnarly fucking shows. I want to, I, gnarly. I, will those, I will tour with those bands. And they would crush, dude. I will tour with those bands. They're fucking dude, Knock Loose is such a good, yeah, fl- so I just discovered Knock Loose and ordered all their albums. Dude, honestly, <laughs> Knock Loose coming in, uh, bringing like this, like, you know, the old school, like mid 2000s metalcore shit. Yeah. But like, bro, their riffs they write are so good. They yeah. do it perfectly. They got some riffs. And I love the singer's voice. Some people are like, oh, I can't deal with that like high pitched scream. I'm like, bro. 
it sounds like he wants to rip your head off. Like it's yeah. so <laughs> sick. Like I don't understand it. I love knock loose, dude. Like I remember. Yeah, you don't but, like that? He wants to punch you in the face. I want to punch you. I in want. Face. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and he's like a small dude too. Like they're really cool guys. Like I remember I booked them. Uh, it was before they came out with that full length. Uh, before they were signed um, at Tomcats West in Fort Worth, Texas, and it was them. Purgatory, I think, was on it. Orthodox, which is another great band. Um, somebody else. Anyway, there was like 120, 130 people there. Knock oh. Loose headline. Knock Loose went on. And I was I watched their entire set, obviously. And I, I remember just standing there being like, this band is going to explode. Like, yeah. this is it. And sure enough, you know, they signed Pure Noise. But even before that, they, it just started going, dude. It just started going. Then they have like 200 people at their shows, 300 people at their shows. Yeah, they're fucking sick. And then it went up to 2000. It's like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, dude. That's probably one of the best newer bands in that world, that style of metal, I think, that has come out. I I love that scene because I also, from back in the day, I like to, I love the post hardcore scene. Me too. Big time. You know, VOD, Earth Crisis, Snapcase. All those. Uh, the, 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 like the old Victory Records. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that whole that whole thing. Um, it was I, huge. I, I used to skateboard back in the day, so that was like I got turned oh, on to, to, to the, Victory Rec- the Victory Records bands. By, yes. <laughs> by like those Dude, those the earlier, dudes. yeah, the, the early Victory Records catalog is fucking awesome. Yeah, I was like coming around listening to like, you know, Slayer. Patriot satisfaction. Like that. Yeah. And then like, you know, I come I come to them and be like, what is this trashy bullshit? Check this out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, here, why don't you have some metal that doesn't have a mullet? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's literally what it is. I'm not talking shit. Yeah. Which is the I know. shit that was talked to me. And yeah. then I was introduced to some other kind of stuff and was like, oh, that's killer. You know? Um, that's fucking great. Yeah, I still, I'll still keep the, great record. Yeah. I'll still keep the mullet with my metal though. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I I still like some of that stuff. And like uh, some of this like uh, late nineties sound revival kind of death metal bands, gate creeper, frozen soul, frozen uh, soul, maybe two molds in there. I don't know. Outer heaven. Yeah. Outer heaven. The fuming mouth. Ulthar. Dude, there's all. Yep. Right there. Two molds right here. (laughs) I love that shit. Yeah, man. Especially that frozen soul record, man. Yeah. Great record. Yes. Very Sans, how do we pronounce that band name, Mark? Sansquishka Gabog? Sanguis Sanguisangabog or some Squaint, shit? Sanguis Sang. You all know who we're talking about. It's the logo you will not be able to read. Sanguisugabog? I think that's it. Sanguis- Kev said he was literally Sanguis- just typing them. The record rips, dude. Like this, yeah. like <laughs> old covered. school death metal sound coming back. Yeah, the. It's they're, they're, that band's right. crazy. You're like it's like I don't know. They're like the weirdest name. You can't, you can't, you can't even pronounce, pronounce it. Yeah. it. You just know that little dripping logo. Yeah, it's like two, it leans. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's dripping, <laughs> dude. And I went. Um, I was in like Long Island doing some work stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, I met up with Derek Boyer. The name drops of suffocation, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, we went out. We went out to. Uh, he took me to a show out there. And I don't know. It was somewhere in Long Island, and mm-hmm. it was. Uh, and like it was like outer heaven was headlining oh that's sick hell yeah and that was the first time i ever seen him mm-hmm. and like um uh whoever the drummer is i'm sorry i'm not like 100 million percent familiar but uh yeah 
kept he was hitting this kick drum so fucking hard that it like it was like the kept scooting across the stage shit even though it was, it was moving yeah and i was just like wow it was pissing him off mm-hmm. but like for me watching him i was just like i fucking love that that's yeah, like, so sick <laughs> Get out of that. They're just Someone get him a center block to put in yeah, front of that thing. Which I think they did. I think <laughs> they, they did. Yeah, they're like, something, they put something in front of I don't remember. Put something exactly. in front of there. <laughs> it was so sick. They were fucking amazing. I love that band. Dude, and uh, sick, yeah. And uh, there was another band on there uh, called that it was like sort of like Magruder Grind with like, you oh, know, okay. Long Island like slam riffs. And yeah. it was it called Mother Brain. Mother. I don't know if they're still around or whatever, but. That might have been just kind of a one-off kind of fly-by-night thing, but yeah, that, that shit was sick too. And it was with uh, that dude that sang. That was doing. Uh, Let me look up this band. Man. Yeah, it was cool. I don't oh, know. Cab said they're no longer. No longer. He said they yeah. rip. They they were cool. They were really really cool. Here we go. I found it. Mother Brand. Wait, is this it? Oh, well, just one song. Maybe they have shit on Bandcamp. No, no. Yeah. But oh, he said Joe from Revenants and Internal Bleeding were on was on vocals. That was the vocalist yeah. of Mother Brain. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's and wild. He was, and it was sick. <laughs> that's sick, dude. Yeah, they were flying off the rails. It was a fucking amazing. That was a cool band. We had a question in the chat um, from Beer Jesus. I love that name so much. Question for Mark: Will the Setting Sun EP ever be released to the public? What is the Setting Sun EP? Is this Misery Index? I don't know. Beer Jesus, are you still here? I know you asked that a little while ago. I we just been going on about stuff, so I was waiting to get to these questions. <laughs> what is the Setting Sun EP? I don't know. Um, all right, another question, Mark. In your opinion, which qualities make a great musician, and what's the best piece of of advice another musician gave to you? Best wanna... piece of okay. <laughs> so first thing was, in your opinion, which qual- qualities make a great musician? Um, not being a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, not being a scumbag. There's uh, number one. <laughs> um, best qualities in a musician. Um, uh, discipline and humbleness. Yeah, man. Those two things. Yeah. Like. If you got an ego and a stage persona or whatever, being able to turn it on and turn it the turn fuck it off, off yes. when you are not fucking on the stage. Yes. Like, okay, when it's time, there's a time and place for that shit. Yeah. And it's not all the fucking time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> know when to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. And then, exactly. and then a- after that, be humble and nice to fucking people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't. And, and when you're playing shows and stuff, you know, be nice to the staff. Be nice to the staff. Be nice to the venue. Be nice yeah. to the other bands. Exactly. Respect, they all remember the it. Don't, it's have... not, don't treat it. Don't treat it. Especially, okay. And I'll say this too. Like in, in your local scenes in your town. Yeah. Not, don't, please don't treat it like a competition. It's yeah. not a competition. It's not. You guys, you, everyone is supposed to be together and helping each other out and making mm-hmm. shit happen it doesn't matter who's headlining that night it doesn't fucking matter at all and None everyone of that shit matters yeah bring it together Literally. quit hating on each other and like bring it together it's not a competition yeah. you know have some unity in that. your scene and uh and and things will get better and you know one or two of you 
if not all of you might might like get out of that scene and do more. Yeah. But, but you can guarantee if you got some attitude like I'm better than everybody and you know, whatever it's, <laughs> yeah. it's probably not gonna happen for you. No. You know, because you're gonna make too many enemies. Yeah. You're not gonna be able you're not gonna be able to trade shows with the people in different cities. Yeah, because they're not going to like your ass. That, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely still a thing now. But even like growing up, that was a big thing was like, uh, you know, when you your band would go to another city, you know, and play with people, you know, bands that you don't know in that local town, whatever, you know, yeah. making friends with them was a big thing. And that's, yeah. you know, this dates back to like when I started becoming an agent or before that. So I was in bands and that was like, I was always the one like, kind of being social, you know, making friends with the band, you know, but not like I wasn't like trying to make friends. We just became friends because we all like we're all doing the same thing. Right. And uh, we would always uh, we would always trade shows. They would be like, yo, can you bring us to your hometown? Like, yeah. And they're like, OK, cool. We'll bring you back. And that's like literally how it started happening with the bands I was in. And then I started meeting all the people from the venues and the promoters. And it was just like it kind of grew. And then I was just, then I was starting to book our tours and that's just like how it went. That's how it was. Yeah. But and you, if you, if you didn't do that, nothing would have happened. Nothing happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so dudes and bands, uh, take note, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, be cool yeah. with people, just be, be nice people, scene unity, help each other out, trade yeah. shows. It's not a competition. Yeah, Don't go in like, we're going to crush these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Especially like, yeah, Maybe, no, exactly. I hope you crush the crowd. Yeah. But it's not a competition. <laughs> it's, it's not like, that at all. You know? And then even Kev said, you wouldn't believe how common it, common it is for people to compete about slot times. Like crazy. I know. Especially like early on. It's like, yeah. dude, don't stop it. <laughs> Please stop. Please yeah. just, it's not. I think that's, I think that's less common. Well, I could Early be on, like, right? I mean, I think it's. I feel like that's less common in the hardcore scene than it is in the metal scene. It is. I feel like, but I don't. You know, I could be. I could be off base at this point. I'm not. I haven't been in a show in a year, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's like out there. Exactly. You know, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even Derringer was like when I was in high school playing shows. Literally every band in my scene saw it as a competition. I mean, yeah. I mean, where I grew up in New York, it was like. A lot of like local bands, like everyone just saw sometimes saw it as like a competition. I never saw sure. it that way. Sure. And it was just it's like not uh, in your best interest to do do it like that or act like yeah. that. Yeah. It's not it's just not. Yeah, exactly. If someone wants to like pull some fucking political bullshit and like try to run you over and get on top, let them. Let them destroy destroy the crowd right before they go on. Yep. Let them follow up with you then. You know? So oh what? My God. Kev. <laughs> Kev said, short story, when I was in Pyrexia, I was embarrassed for our guitarist. He was doing that shit, arguing for second to open instead of opening. Almost got us kicked off the tour. <laughs> Dude, you should be confident. You should be confident enough in what you're doing that you know you're just going to fucking kill it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. You want to play after us? <laughs> Have yeah. fun. I mean, for example, right like this tour that Abigail Williams might do later in the year. Um, not going to say who's on it. But um, the tour was presented to us, and Abigail would play under a band that I, I think is, I think, you know, Abigail's been around a lot longer. They have a lot more history, blah, 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 all that shit, right? But Ken was just like, he's like, I really, you know, I don't really don't give a shit. Like, let's, let's just do it. 
you know, he, he just was like, I just want to tour. And he's like, I really like the headliner. And I think we would do really well on this tour. And he's like, and that band that would play above us is actually really good. And he's like, I don't, I don't give a shit. And I was like, okay, I like that. That's a good attitude. You know, it's like, he legitimately did not care. He was just like, this is a good tour for us to be on. Let's fucking do it. You know? Yeah. And this is coming from a guy that's like 40. Right. <laughs> okay, everyone. This is a dude, Kevin, Ke Kev, wow. Ken from Abigail Williams, who's been doing this shit for a long fucking time. And uh, for him to be that way and be very open-minded is, is awesome. Like, yeah. And you get, I mean, and that goes all the way, wow. all right. that goes all the way up to food chain, man. Like, it does. It's like, you know, like even bands are like of headliner status. Sometimes, you know, there's a lull in the market in general and they need to team up just to get everyone out. And so it's like the, so everyone's got to be open-minded to drop all the politics and be like, you know, this, the scene was here. Yeah. And now as a whole, it's here. Yeah. And so if you're going to get a, if you're going to try to, up. Up, we're going to have to like team up and like do something amazing and then it gets there and then everyone can kind of benefit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's like that, that all the way up the food chain. I don't say there's like not a place for, you know, proper packaging. I'm not, there's a place for that. There you know? is. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. It doesn't have to, you know, and you don't have to like take the shit into the stick all the time. No, but it's like, no. you know, people, people should be willing to work. You know? I agree. And in the local scene, please just throw that shit out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Please just you know? don't, don't, <laughs> just don't. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. Please don't. Um, so you're going to get into streaming on Twitch. I want to bring this up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try I'm it out. Started. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get it started. It's a uh, Mark Index. Yeah, I had yeah, I've had like a timer going off to follow you on Twitch and your Instagram yeah. as well. Everyone should definitely follow Mark. There it is again. Um, we'll you know, and we'll next week if you want to get on, uh, we can do a Zoom call or whatever, and you can share your screen, and I can help you as well. Like I told okay. you. Yeah, that's but, cool. Like I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> and uh, I gotta you know if, you know. I got to figure out how often I am can, can do, do this and mm -hmm. what, I, what I'm going to be doing exactly. Um, but, you know, as far as like format goes, playing stuff, talking about stuff. Um, yeah. I like you, I like your format where you're having guests and stuff. Yeah. And like you could literally do this. You can, yeah. Especially when like, you know, I was talking to Fred, for example, you know, I'm talking about from Twitch and a uh, great fucking dude. He's been helping out a lot of musicians on Twitch uh lately and um including me well, i'm not a musician but you know whatever i'm in the world of metal but anyway he's uh you know there's just gonna be like endless things for us to do like even the most simple thing like when shows start happening again it's like the most simple things of just being backstage and bullshitting with everyone and you know just streaming that you know and just yeah. There's going to be a lot of shit that's going to open up. And this is why I've been telling so many people like, yo, you need to get on Twitch. Like it's very, it, it, once things start coming back around, it's going to, you're going to see why and you're going to be late to the party if you don't get involved with it now. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm dragging myself kicking and screaming <laughs> into it. And, but I know, yeah. I know I, I, I myself need to be doing that. Well, yeah, so, no, you just so, start off with so like once preps, a week. Man. Just start off with once a week for like three, four hours and then just 
get in the groove find well, the thing as you say man it's gonna like it's gonna work its way into into other things where it's yeah. it's just broad it's broadcasting. broadcasting so it's like you know who doesn't want to who doesn't want to see the band backstage even if you're gonna like like do it from there or or like you know you know do or live stream a whole show mm-hmm. like have a tour i could see like one of the shows being live streamed from a really sick venue but yeah. has the capability to do it to hook up yeah know? exactly that's what and like I and it's on your channel into. yeah it's on your channel yeah. it's like you know when like devastation on the nation tour comes around and you know i can do like a proper stream for it. like i may stream it from my twitch yeah or i might make a devastation twitch and we do shit on there for the whole tour you know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's gonna there's a lot of, i just had like so many ideas in the back of my head that yeah. we you can do but it's cool that you're gonna start man it's it's fun man it's it's a ton of fun like i saw like chris from uh the ghost inside recently started doing this a couple months ago and he's been having a blast mike leon from soulfly in the absence he got on this oh, yeah. back in june i believe it was yeah mike's the homie for mike's sure. the fucking homie he's been killing it and it's just great you know it's a great community a lot of cool fucking people yeah man like some people truly killing it on here man like uh it's i know different. pete weber's on here he is yep i know he's he's fucking drumming his face off oh, drumming, yeah, man. drumming your face off yeah and, yeah literally yeah he's killing it mike leon of course is killing it trivium dudes they've been on here for a minute especially matt yeah. heafy you know he's been he's the og yeah dude he's the pioneer <laughs> Yeah, man. A he's, musician he's, on Twitch. <laughs> he's ahead of the curve. Of the yeah. Curve. Oh, yeah. He's been ahead. <laughs> yeah. Matt, he's in the future. He's been. Yeah, he lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he already knows what's going to come next. <laughs> yeah. And he's ready for it. But uh, That's killer. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm stoked to see it happen. And, and killer band. Yeah, killer and band. killer band. So it's like, yeah. a lot of people. Between the Barry to me has done some awesome streams on here. Do the whole yeah. band in a living room playing their songs amazing the drummer is like in a separate room yeah i'm pretty sure i think it was bt bam yeah the drummer's yeah. in like a drum room yeah so they have a camera on him and then a camera on the whole band in this living room and it's it was fucking awesome i was like dude, this is it's between the bear and me doing this psycho stick does it yep another one <laughs> i love that band love that band dude <laughs> you can never get tired so of psycho funny. stick yeah that you just watch like this is so stupid and i i love, I love it, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we did have a question josh wanted to know do you smoke marijuana bc would love to smoke with you one day <laughs> well you know no comment no. <laughs> there you have it josh <laughs> you never know what could happen in the future you never know man. you never the future, know man the future is a blank slate exactly <laughs> oh man all right, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for doing this with me today. It's been a fucking blast. Um, yeah, dude. We'll get on, you know, let me know when you're available uh, and I can help you with the stream stuff. That'd be killer. So yeah. you can get set up properly and uh, not have, um, I don't know, a devastating first stream. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. I want to I be like versed with the tech and then yeah. also have like a good a good format that also exactly. like I can, I can manage with all the other bullshit I'm doing. So yeah, no, like I was saying, just start off with like once a week and just kind of find your way in, you know, find your schedule and find like when you can do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I tell people I'm like, don't, don't go crazy. You don't got to go crazy. Just start off s- slow. 
will not be going crazy. That yeah, sure. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm going crazy doing other things. Yeah, exactly. So. You have a lot going on already. Yeah, man. A lot of release, a lot of release schedules, man. Because you know, yeah. everyone, every pandemic, yeah. everyone's doing records and, and yeah, everyone's writing, recording, yeah. and then you got new yeah. misery index coming too. Got that. I'm sure. Trying, trying to get that done. Yeah, trying to get that shit fuck done. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, yeah. There's a, a bunch of other stuff in the pipe too. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Well, all right. Awesome, man. So everyone here right now, I actually have a second stream happening tonight. <laughs> this band to the grave. I don't know if you ever heard of them, Mark. They're really sick from Australia. I've not a unique leader band. Uh, kind of like, kind of like in the vein of like signs of the swarm brand of sacrifice. Okay. Stuff killer. really killer band. The record drops tomorrow. Um, so like a few days ago, the guys were like, yo, you know, I hit them up. I'm like, you want to do like a listening party thing? I'll bring you guys on. We'll jam the whole record, talk about it, take questions from the chat. So anyway, we're doing that tonight. Um, crazy time difference, as we all know, because they're in fucking Australia. So right. <laughs> it's going to happen tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, for them, it'll be 11 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> so this is the only time we were able to make this happen. So I'm doing two streams in one yeah. fucking day. It's going to be a blast. That's a lot. Yeah. So if you guys are around tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, definitely come by um right now i was gonna continue streaming throughout the day but i got some things to do right after this so i'm not gonna be able to so right now let's go raid i've been wanting to uh jason the singer from ingested he's streaming right now and uh he stopped streaming for a little bit he took a break but he's back on it so i've been wanting to raid him so let's i, I want to bring everyone over to his channel and that's what raiding is by the way mark i don't know if i told you that I'm sorry, what'd you say? What was that, brother? <laughs> yes. So we're going to bring the whole fuck. Everyone stay in here. Join the raid. We're going to go raid Jason, the singer from Ingested. You all know who the fuck Ingested is. If you don't, you should go listen to him. I mean, I know who that is. Yeah, so Mark you knows. Definitely you know. should really know. They've been around for like 15 years. So... <laughs> Mark, thank you again for doing this today, man. I'm stoked for new Misery Index, stoked for new Scour, and, uh, and anything else. And we'll talk soon. All right, man. All right, everyone. Take it easy. Take it easy, Mark. Let's go raid them. <laughs> All right, there we go. Awesome, man. Gee, thank cool. you so much Looked for doing this with me today. <laughs>